the Radio Lone Pound Podcast. So close to that 250 mark. I'm your host, Scotty Jr., and my co-founder of the Radio Lone Pound Podcast is joining us tonight, all the way from the Tower City. Yeah. Kirby and everyone. Seven-time champ, Kirby Hand. Facts. Two weeks in a row? Yeah. It's wow. probably going to snow. You had to fill in for Jason. Should be easy. Just Jason's uh, at uh, Rome, New York. E-Nationals, you guys are telling me. That's what it's called now. E-Nats. E-Nats. Is that what they put on yes. the thing? E-Nats. I, I'm not even sure. Jason or, said it in the show last week, so that's what I'm going off of. They call it the electrical Eight-scale electric Nats. I mean, <laughs> maybe it's eight-scale eight, eight scale E-Nats. Right. Hmm. Late night edition of the podcast, so not sure how many of these people were up tonight, but uh, they could view it some other time. Yeah. Get on your favorite pod app. Listen to, yeah, podcast app. You can listen to the audio version on all the podcast apps. Justin Juber saying, what the F? Where's Rona? He is, uh, he's invited. I sent, I sent you. <laughs> Juber. Yeah. I don't think Juber... Jubert, uh, he's in your territory. Are are you racing this weekend, Jubert? I think, uh, I think Jubert gave up RC car racing. Insert Rip. funny comment there. Yeah, Jason has the link though, but he said he was going to dinner at nine p.m. This is, uh, I mean, let's be honest to the Rip listeners, we'd be on podcast episode. 386 by now. <laughs> hey, now we're not supposed to put blame on here. You I have a lot to do with that. You don't have to. I will. Okay. <laughs> but Yeah. So like I was saying, we'd be episode 386, but anytime, anytime there's like an inkling of, Hey, you want to record? And Jason's like, yeah, I'm on board. And then he's gone. Jason's gone. <laughs> um, can't nowhere to be found. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to record. Well, yeah. Jason went to like Portugal or something. <laughs> well, Jason has a link. So if he wants to pop in the show, he can. Yeah. Jason can pop in and pop, pop out. <laughs> and give us the update on the old Enats. He can let us know who's fast and short course. I think they canceled it. Is that what you guys were saying in the chat? Or? Oh, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Or was that some other race? I forget. Somebody hmm. said to me there wasn't any. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, because uh, these eight-scale e- electric gnats is where they would race short horse. So who is it finally extinct? I don't know. You know, and if, if well, we're who the hell for- sent me in the they sent me a link to it today. I thought it was in the chat. Um, yeah, four wheel drive. Jubert saying four wheel drive and mini truggy was canceled. Mini truggy. Wait, wait, wait. Short course four wheel drive. You're wait. saying? Yeah, is is that short course? I mean, mini truggy. Come on, guys. I'm gonna be real. I didn't even know that was. 
Uh, I mean, like, I know they were made, but I didn't know there was a class for them. Yeah, made by like Techno, and yeah. I don't, I don't know if anybody else makes them. Oh, really? Techno? Oh, okay. So there it is. Yes, four wheel drive short course. Wow. Yes, we did it. So that weekend's going to be shorter. We did it. Four wheel drive clown truck. They're calling them. Okay. Hey, yo. All right. So uh, we better get through this before. Um, oh, X-Ray makes a mini truggy also. Mm, there you go. Well, I guess they don't need to make any more. Whatever they put out, that's yeah. it. <laughs> I guess that's over. I mean, how do you justify that one to the, to the big heads? Hey, I got this great idea for a kit. What class? Well, there, there's not one yet. <laughs> Right. Right. Okay. Um, Tubert, well, okay. Tubert's saying it's actually a fun class, but apparently not. It must be real fun. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. So I thought I'd put up the 1997. This is the 19, January 1997 edition of Car Action. This is the car action that will feature the 1996 nationals which we're both blown away by the magazines half a year behind on putting out the race coverage for that so i was just thinking about that too after we were in pre-show talking about wait how is this january so i think if i remember correctly this is january 97 issue but they're three months behind, like they're three months back. So it com- it comes out in October. The October issue says January on it. Does that make any sense? Nope. <laughs> no, but they would probably, I bet. So I bet this January edition came out in November. Yeah, October, November. Yeah. Because usually magazines run like, dude, a month and a half to two months ahead. And then I guess back then, I, I guess you'd take an account of uh, actually doing the write-up of the race coverage. So, yeah, maybe, you know, it just seems like a crazy amount. Like, you know, when was it, June or July? Mostly. Yeah, it's like, it's, like the John, it's like the Madden football thing. Madden 24 is coming out in July. Right. I get the video game thing, but yeah. Maybe not. I just remember back in the day, like waiting to see who won the worlds. So if the worlds was in August, I had to wait three months for the coverage. Yes. But that magazine was probably. So even like labeled a month that's five months out. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, something like that. Now it's that too confusing, man. Confused. Yeah. I'm actually going to have to pull this up so I can... Uh... Our biggest issue ever. All right, so on the editorial page, you're claiming this is the biggest ep- uh, episode. Biggest issue ever. Uh... Which, yeah, it probably is because add another, like, I don't know, probably 40 pages of Trinity ads. Yeah. <laughs> Or the, the catalog itself. Uh, and they have the picture of the famous double X4 that Jason Rona had a chance to bury. Hmm. And had one main lead. Never forget. 
Uh, so we got uh, page four. They got uh, yeah. This is just uh, questions coming. Any any interesting questions in there? No. Funny ones? Um, no. Correct. Nothing. No. Yeah, whatever. Uh, reader rides. Uh, oof. <laughs> oof. Jason's like. <laughs> Oh my God! Look at that grave digger, bro. Yeah, those cars are hurting, bro. The stars and stripes sedan <laughs> got that milk. Is... Um, it's a it's a Tamaya Mustang Cobra, <laughs> nicknamed the Venom. It's equipped with a Fataba Magnum Sport radio, Tekken Rebel electronic speed control, a Trinity Greed Machine Two. And it features a full set of ball bearings. <laughs> oh my god! Next, it's not getting any better here, Jason. Or uh, Jason, sorry, Kirby. Come on, you, Jason. That insult. Not used yeah, to being. That, in that. Uh, yeah. Yep that that didn't get any better. Maybe yeah. the wait. What is the multiple motors? Is that oh boy. So anyway, the the, the uh, picture above that multiple motors is a, is uh, from Reading, Pennsylvania, a Tamaya really? Civic. Okay, Civic, little hatch. Yeah, we can't trash on that too much. Nah. That's just, that. It's the best looking one of the group here. That's for sure. See this this uh, Reader's Ride sponsored by Nowak. Oh, there you go. I remember that rebranding. That was a pretty cool uh, logo they came out with then. The, yeah, I remember the decal. The they, you can just get the end decal. Mm-hmm. Kind of cool. They had uh, they had that logo. Um, I bet like probably half the size of my laptop screen. Like it was freaking huge. But for a full full body dirt oval with a side dam on it, perfect. Finally got a spot for that big old end. Hmm. Nice. Yeah, it was huge. I don't even know. Like maybe put it on a toolbox or something. Uh, this is an RC ten. RC ten T two. What's he mean? Multiple motors. He powers his desert cruiser with Reedy Sonic B modified. Wow, this isn't. This I is weird. I already know it's slow. He powers his his cruiser with a Reedy Sonic B modified or a Trinity Midnight stock motor. When he's racing just for fun. All right. So that's what I thought there was two motors in it. Yeah. I mean, pretty interesting. Mis- misleading. And then we have the new for 1997, since oh. this is the January 97 edition. Yeah, buddy. What do we got here? Uh, so most of these products made their debut at the Chicago Hobby Show. Which uh, you never had a chance to go to, am I correct? Never, never was. No, nope. <sighs> even my dad made it out there for one. I'm like, really? Yeah, yeah. Just, just to go, oh, or did he? Fucking like, her. I think he hmm. went out with Rob. Okay. Yep. Yep. That show was the best. Uh, it was. I mean, I I always heard stories about. It. I'm like, I mean, this is like, it would be like Christmas for me. Never mm-hmm. made it. Never got out there for it. School, thanks a lot. Yeah, you missed a real good time. I know, would have been amazing. Uh, so Trinity announced their Opal Motor new Speed Gem lineup. Remember the Speed Gems? Oh man, <laughs> I mean, I 
I guess sold a the, ton of those things. Oh though. my god! Right? Couldn't keep I, them in stock. I guess for the you know, hey, I want to be fast, but I don't want to pay for that like hand wound top of the line deal. <laughs> Here, pick pick a rock. <laughs> uh, the Opal was a ten turn triple. Producing 39,700 RPMs at 6 volts and features Trinity's new 5.1 motor magnets. A 1.2 millimeter thick case or can and 4495 brushes. Wow, that that part number rings a bell. 4495s. Yep. And then right underneath the Trinity (laughs) Opal motor, we got the Trinity Team Gold Dust. Modified motor. <laughs> Gold dust. Gold dust twins. I wonder what they thought of that nickname, dude. Shattered Dreams Production. Like, that right there was all Tony P. I guarantee it. You're probably right. Yeah, I wonder what they thought about that. Like, uh, gold, hey, they're probably like, hey, whatever. Yeah. Send us the send us the checks. Gold dust motors are drill balanced and hand wound by Marco. No doubt. The- <laughs> I wonder what Marco's up to. Oh man. Hopefully he's listening. What up, Marco? <laughs> <laughs> Golden Eagle. <laughs> man, I'll tell you what. All my years of working, he was definitely one of the most unique cats I've ever run into. Had a job. Gold, golden Eagle? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just remember how jacked he was and he had his uh, gallon of water every day. Bro. <clears throat> Combustible. Yeah. John Bolton says, I bet they sold truckloads. Yeah, the Speed Gems, definitely. <clears throat> you have Crates, no idea. Boxes. Oh, Jesus. Tons. Horizon would always be calling for him. We'd be sending out freaking like a pallet out of them. Crazy. Yep. yep. <clears throat> uh, so where was I? Uh, hand wound. What they, what they made on one of those things. Jesus. And it's funny thing about Marco was um, every time I see hand, hand wound, I think of him. It's like he, he had no clue what RC even was. Probably not. Yeah. He's just like. Other than, you know, once he got there, we filled him in. But And dude, he. He and he did a lot of team motors too. A lot of team motors, Kinwald like, stuff too. Yeah, how many world titles and doesn't even know it. Yeah, Marco was Mark. <laughs> you tell Marco about it, and he'd be like, "Oh, yeah, okay." <laughs> they have race. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can just remember that little, uh, little jig and leather glove. Like, yep. Punch in, punched out, and he had no clue. Wine arms, go home. And he was excellent at doing that. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I remember Kenwall calling and asking if the, you know, Kenwall would call and say, you know, who's Marco Wine? Yeah, Marco's doing this one. Okay. All right. (laughs) You know, Dieter, obviously. But if, you know, Marco also did them too. And for a few years, Big Jim. Big Jim, Big Jim Greenmeyer, the, the flat wires and yeah. all that other shit. Oh, dude, flat wires! I got wow. a great idea. 
we're never getting past this page. <laughs> um, well, just, yeah, oh, jeez. Trinity Motor Man. Who the hell was Motor Man? Tornado. Motor Man Motors. <laughs> wow. Jesus. I don't. I'll, I'll be honest, man. I've. I'm sure I. I know I had this magazine, but Motor Man? I do not. That does not ring a bell, dude. Nope. I mean, it looks Sanyo like budget DL, stuff, but still. The Sanyo yeah. 2000s that were sick shrink wrap. Yeah. Desert Storm camo. Yeah, looked those awesome. Were, those were sick. Sanyo has developed a supercell just for RC car market. The 2000 milliamp unit offers more capacity, voltage output, while being more durable and consistent. Available in 20, 20 amp, 25, and 30. Uh, John Bolton says, I had some pink can Trinity team mod motors, Dieter built. Wow, pink cans. Smooth, zero vibration, awesome on magic carpet ride. Whew. Man, there was Damn. a rare, there was a, a rare whip, the old mono shock front end. Yeah, did you get all your parts I, with uh, that uh, <laughs> Bolton? Because when I got my magic carpet ride, I was missing, missing a ton of bearings? stuff. <laughs> <laughs> did you get anything extra in that kit? Because maybe that's where mine went. Man, I, <sighs> I remember calling Trinity back then, and I'm like, "Yeah, I'm kind of missing a lot of parts," and they're like, "Oh." Yeah, what are you missing? And I was reading down the list, and they're like, "Are you sure you even got anything?" I'm like, "Well, I got the chassis." <laughs> Trinity had a knack for that sometimes, man. <laughs> it was all depending on who packed it. Yeah. Um, Corey Jordan saying, "I uh, got it. Got my Tamiya two wheel drive speed, speed gem motor in today. Getting it ready for Wicked Weekend. If you ain't ripping any trip." Well, well, best of luck. There you go. Wicked weekend. He's got his speed gem motor. Right. Good luck with that. No doubt. John Bolton saying he remembers the flat wire. Yeah. Uh, God, I'm, I'm not even sure if I ran any of those. I'll be honest. I know it was like kind of gimmicky. I, yeah, I don't. I don't know if that shit was for like. Uh, remember, like the sedan touring cars were running like. Jesus, like eight turns, real low stuff. Mm. And I want to say it was for, for that, but I can't, I honestly can't remember. It's so, yeah. Funny, I just remember him explaining it to me in the R&D room, and I'm like, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was right after he showed you how to clean a trophy with Taco Bell hot sauce. Yeah, that worked. Yeah. So we had Kinwald's World Championship trophy there, and uh, it starts to get tarnished. And, uh, He's like, oh, I can fix that. Just get some uh, Tamaya or uh, Tamaya. I'm reading this uh, post here. Get some uh, Taco Bell hot sauce and spread it all over it. And he actually did it. Remember that after lunch? Yeah, Showed up. yeah. It was. Yep. I'm like, he got he's a, really. He's really. He got a bag this. full of uh, hot sauce and literally covered that Kenwall Trophy in Taco Bell hot sauce and rubbed it completely clean. It looked like it was brand new. Because Big Jim used to work at Taco Bell. That's right. He was a manager. And then he came and did motors at Trinity. Can't even make it up, man. Yeah. And I remember he was probably like, what's he doing with shining up a trophy? Yeah, he was. P was Tony P's looking over it. He's like, what in the hell is he doing over there? I'm like, well, he claims it works, so let him go. Wasting time. <laughs> Every time I see Mike Wood's name here, I think of our our uh, our yeah 
Our old roommate, Mike. Mike Wood. Wood. Yeah. Woody. 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 Hey, Jim's uh, motorboat, the Bible of motor building. The only person that would know more is Jim Jeter. I think that's available on Amazon, or it was at one time. Hey, oh. I think it was the Black Book of Motor Building or something it was called. Yeah, <clears> right. <throat> Don't lie, you got it. <laughs> I should probably get it just to see what the. Uh, it'd be cool to see if there's anything mentioned about the flat wires and stuff. He had some other crazy ideas that uh, he's always brainstorming stuff. Or the apartment. Yeah. He'd love to steal my orange juice and drink right after. <laughs> I, oh, dude. I just remember that morning I walked down and he's drinking my orange juice. <laughs> I'm like, how long have you been doing that? Uh, right? Because that's what yeah. we're doing. Like, like I, I caught you. How long has this been going on? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I was devastated. Um, John Bolton saying, yes, plus Delta had had that front end before selling it to Trinity. Knew nowhere to find parts. Yeah, I'm not familiar with that front end. I just remember when that sucker came out. Uh, that was like, I think that came out before I signed with Trinity. And yeah, I made sure when, when I signed with Trinity, I'm like, I need to get one of those cars. And I think I raced that thing just a couple times, but it was just so so cool because it was just, it was so unusual for that, you know, 12 scale car, little, little springs on the kingpin. No, this is a shock. Like it was crazy looking with a sway bar on it. Wow, John looked out. Every Trinity car I I got had every part like it should. Wow. That is, man. I mean, before we got there, yeah. Once we got there, everything was adjusted correctly. (laughs) You straightened it out. (laughs) I remember showing up there, and I'm like, you know, because I never end up getting that Magic Carpet ride fully together. You still have it in a box somewhere? (sighs) I believe so, dude. Maybe we could... Hit the warranty department, see if we get you hooked up with parts. And I remember saying, uh, Is there any chance that I can get these parts? <laughs> Just go back and pick them yourself. Yeah. Oh, great. Thanks. All right. What do we got here? The D2, the Dirtnator 2. Uh, dude, that motor was awesome. And obviously, like the D3 and the D3.5, like, you know, this was supposed to be better, and this is supposed to be even better. And then, but that dude, that D two was. Hmm. She was fast. Featured the Trinity's newest five point four wet magnets. So we went uh, Speed Gems featured the five point ones, and then five point four Dirtnator two. Just simply a different number, probably no difference whatsoever. Mm. Maybe. Yeah, I remember. Uh, what were the was the D three can that had like the dimples on the side between the magnets? You know what I'm I, talking about? Uh, no. What do you mean on the can itself? On the can itself, yes. Yeah, like, D3. square dents in it. Yeah, it was the D. 
D3, D3. And, then, and then they did a th- 3.5 without the dents, I think. Uh, the dents, I don't think, was uh, probably an off road, it really didn't matter, but like oval, where you're like just squeezing the very last, you know, run time and speed and torque. I don't know. It was just those. We weren't fans of those running those cans. <clears throat> Which ones? The ones with the dents. With the dents. Okay. Yep. Yep. So that's why you went 3.5s? Yep. We're like, ah, oh, they're coming out. Can't wait for those things to come out. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Hey, another Trinity product. <laughs> Tire Tweak 2000. Was that like oil or some shit? <clears throat> the Tire Tweak 2000 conditions and softens on-road foam tires. Listen to this. Apply it the night before a race. And it softens the rubber tires. Oh, apply it night before a race to soften rubber tires and use it on top of the line, top of the tire traction additives such as zip grip. So you use it with zip grip or Paragon. Paragon, baby. To prevent them from drying out, it works well with standard and exotic foam tire compounds. Hmm. Man, I don't really, I, I remember it, but I don't remember it like going out the door. Yeah, not like zip grip in large Jesus. quantities. Yeah, that shit you couldn't couldn't keep that shit in stock. <clears throat> Once they started doing like tire sauce on off road tires, oh my god, mm-hmm. that was crazy. Yeah, yeah, you couldn't hey, go back to the last page. Remember, I saw that that radio bag dirt bags. Remember them? They yeah. they weren't around very long, but their stuff was really cool. Oh. Trick-looking transmitter bag to hold a, almost any popular pistol grip radio. Trans bag. Hmm. <coughs> Maybe popular today, wouldn't it now? <laughs> um, All right. Next page. Hey. <laughs> Trinity. <laughs> Point blank. Yeah. There's Tony P's flying eyeball, dude. Oh, we're on here twice. Okay. The big ad. And then I didn't see the point blank up there. Um, Trinity hasn't forgotten the guys who like to bash around in their backyards. So here you go. Point blank, 1400 power pack, which those, those battery packs sold. Just like an absurd amount, an obscene amount, dude. Zip packs. I mean, dude, if, if, Horizon and Great Plains was buying so much of that stuff. It was crazy. If these guys could have seen quantities that went out the door. My God. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, if they could have seen the factory back then, you know, the operation itself. Yeah. How many employees and and just what went on daily, you know, the motor department, battery department. Yep. No, no matter insane. how much. Rona talk shit. <laughs> yeah. Santo says I still have a few bottles of that that uh tire Man. tire tweak two thousand. That can't be any good, right? Santos, was that like a kind of like a almost like an oily looking shit, wasn't it? Or was that another Trinity tire product that I I mean there was there was so many just different tire sauces and shit I couldn't keep track. Yeah, you guys ever build a battery bump box to have on the line? Absolutely. 
Absolutely. Usually it was just made out of like a whole brick of batteries of cells with like a Novak charger. Hmm. Yep. Go to line bump. Yep. And uh, there's your Trinity ad for the batteries, which those sold. Yep. Another product that sold like hotcakes. Remember, people would call me like, "Hey, can you can you get me these numbers?" Yeah. Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) Or if it was a real good hobby shop, you're like, you know, I need these numbers. Write them down. Go to the battery. Requesting, dude. Once yeah. you start putting that on your, you know, showing the numbers, it's like that just opens a whole other bag of worms. Yeah. And or the motors with the dyno sheets, like, Oof. oh <laughs> man, I'd be like, uh, hey Kirby, what do we got back there in these numbers on motors? Hey, set these aside. <laughs> <laughs> and then then the battery department, I was always in there. Hey Rob, do we have a? Uh, what do we got? You know, do we got one point? 1.138, not the 135s. The guy wants the one three. <laughs> yeah, just give me an example. Yeah. 270 second runtime do you have? Not the 268. Um, let's see. Oh, another Trinity ad. Hey, Under oh. what's new for 1997. There you go. Is this is the Trinity X-Tex racing sales. Yeah. Yep. Trinity X-Star motor. Next star stock motor. I re- yeah, I remember that label, but I don't remember what that was all about. Yeah. Just like a, a basher motor. Who knows? Yeah. Probably sold eight zillion of them things. <laughs> and the world's uh, best racing packs. I think this is uh, only the freshest cells are used. So the ones that are not fresh, we throw them out. <laughs> right in the garbage. Buggy blast, bro. Oh, uh, I remember getting yeah. cases of that at a shot. Trinity developed Greg and Brian's Buggy Blast Clean Spray, not only for cleaning motors, but also to spruce up plastic shocks and suspension components. Or you got a, uh, an annoying fly or insects, just spray them. <laughs> Dude, the Novak Cyclone, bro. Uh, that was a good one. was a big fan of that. That was that might have been one of the first ones where they had the, you know, the external posts where you could do your own. Oh yeah. Okay. That was that seemed like such a uh, step, uh, such an advancement for speed controls once they did that. Because think about it, like if you had a speed control and you're like, I gotta throw this in another car and your wires look like dog shit, you couldn't do nothing about it. Right. Yep. It's like why that why that take you guys so long? Uh, Mike Woods is saying he had a bump box that made I made that I had a Tekken one hundred L mounted to it. I used it when I raced asphalt oval. Yeah, buddy. <clears throat> Mike Woods is also saying, didn't the cyclone use the pit wizard to program it? Damn straight it did. <laughs> I was in a an ep- uh, issue of car action with the, when they broke down the pit wizard. Really bad, really bad headshot of me. Not flattering oh, at all. Really? Yeah. 
Uh, Jason Santos was saying that the Tire Tweet 2000 was kind of oily but sticky. Did work nice on dried out foam. Yeah, we don't we don't mess with that at all. But the Cyclone, and then they had the the Atom, which was a very small, you know, eh, probably two thirds the size of that Cyclone. Right, and twelve scale cars. It was such a nice tiny little footprint, dude. The thing was perfect in twelve scale cars. Um, let's see. Next page we're going to still on the new for 97. Uh, I don't see anything real interesting here. No, dude. Uh, Schumacher. So, graphic for, yeah, whatever. BRP by level wing. Look at that bad boy. Oh yeah. Okay. P- BRP. Yeah. But the side dams are so small on that. I mean, I guess it's funny. Like that's obviously geared towards off-road, but anybody racing off-road is using the stock you know, RC 10 or low C wing that comes with it. I don't, I don't think I saw anybody running a buds wing in off road. Hmm. You know, I don't know. You never did. Nah. No, nope. Ram and oval though. All the time. Plenty. Uh, uh, Novak says, Mercury shield FM receiver. Hey, that was a good one. Yes. I think yeah. we spoke about that. I didn't, I kind of missed that. There was no light shining off it, so I missed it. Right. Yeah. The uh, that was a good receiver, and per- the first time ever they didn't use orange, so that was yeah. Like, that was that was so cool, Chrome. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty sick. Mm-hmm. Um, Mike Wood said Paragon best traction ever made. Smelled good too. A thousand percent right. The you like the smell of that? I don't know. <laughs> Paragon, yeah. Minty, what? yeah. Yep, loved it. Paragon mm. um, ground effects. That was the... And I know they had the FX2, which was like a white label, but the reg- good old black label, ground effects. Man, that was the shit. And that's what everybody would run at K&N. Dude, you go to K&N for a big race. So... You got like probably 300 entries because the pit area they had was gigantic, obviously, to uh, accommodate that many racers. So think about that many racers and everybody's using Paragon. You would smell like Paragon until you wash your clothes after you got home. <laughs> it was crazy. Yeah. And I know a lot of, a lot of people like really couldn't handle that shit the smell of it and got yeah i couldn't so yeah but no nah, no bet like obviously trinity tire traction and shit but there was paragon was the bomb uh next page here we got a main racing remember those guys mach 12 on rotor god i don't looks like a neat looking chassis though Man, I'll tell you what. Uh, there's one thing I just... I love looking at 12-scale on-road cars. Like, there's an Instagram account. Um, give me a shout-out. I'll look it up here. It's right. it's just a 12-scale uh, Instagram page. And little share posts from, you know, racers and their good shots of their cars and stuff. But, man, nothing's, like... I don't want to say the F1 of RC, but 
12 scale on road cars are you know, carbon fiber and billet aluminum and titanium. Like, yeah, it's like a spaceship looking type shit's, thing. This shit's so cool. Yeah. Always, always, always loved, you know, seeing, seeing, uh, getting a car action ep- uh, issue. Ooh, fucking episode. Issue a car action with, uh, you know, a, hey, this is, uh, you know, Joel's world championship car and then they have his actual car with and then breaking down everything on it i i ate up those episodes <laughs> i got i got you issues. saying it. <laughs> issues man i love those it was nothing better than than uh those issues with the pros rides but yeah 12 scale cars are just <clears throat> they're just so sick to look at uh mike woods is saying he's a corrali collector I have two oh, wow. twelve cars in restoration. Yeah, I remember. Uh, I ran for Dumore RC, which they were out of Jersey. Dare oh. I say, Cinnamonson, New Jersey, but they were a they were a Corrali importer, and I always got the, like the catalogs from them. I'm like, man, these things are so sick. Never got one. Never got one. But man, they would look super cool. Because they had the, 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 the associated had the damper discs, so it was like friction with lube on it, and the Corrali had like a damper, uh, like gaskets and shit, so there'd actually be damper fluid inside it. It was, you know, and the chassis was like a aluminum or did they advertise it as coral? Maybe yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's 12 scale racing is the Instagram page. Literally 12th scale racing. Oh. Yep. Cool. And if I you think like, I, I think I already follow them. Yeah. And <laughs> if you like 12 scale, like, you'll it's, love it. It's a it. cool page. Very cool page. 12 scale porn. Yes. Um, the funny story about Corrali, I think I told this story on a podcast once, but Charlie Shotwell had a Corrali car, and we were at Megatron. Uh-huh. And Roland says, Dad, let me take that, you know, for a few laps. Took, you know, turn two, the infamous turn two at Megatron. Oh, no. A little bump. <laughs> well, he hits that and slams it right into the wall and bends the chassis. Oh, done. Done, yep, done. No. Charlie was... Pretty mad. Oh, I bet he's livid. I bet he was livid. Yeah. All right. What else have we got here? Uh, Bowlink LTO Extreme. What is that? Let's hear the write up on that. Because that was, um, that, that looked like an advancement of anything Bowlink made early. All right. So it's uh, made for all out racing. This LTO Extreme chassis has it all. It's sure to be regular in the winter circle. A quick glance reveals far left side motor mounting but remains right side drive adjustable battery position special Thanks for offset. breaking that down RC car action jeez <laughs> and uh where am i at here adjustable battery position special offset rear hubs associated front end mm-hmm. and nine ball bearings if you're lucky you get them all uh You'll still need to get an associated shock plus tires and a body, but that isn't much to ask when you're getting a highly tunable, very competitive chassis kit. 
that is weird that it doesn't have a shock. I'm not gonna lie, but <laughs> whatever. Yeah, but yeah. At, at, at the first glance, I'm like, oh, that looks you know looks a, a good race chassis there. All right. I'm sure I was aware of it back in the day, but I definitely forget. It. Then right above that, you have the Proline Jayco cap Pro, tires. Yeah, look at that. Look at that. Never ran them. I was a BSR guy at that point. Man, I better turn that off. Yeah, turn your notifications off. Sorry, sir. Throw that apple in the fucking woods. <laughs> um. So next page, we got the Fataba Magnum Sport, which uh. Yeah, Trash. whatever. I mean, hot bodies, ninety-seven Ford F one fifty. Hot bodies. Hey, right below that, buddy, Lunsford. Lunsford titanium for Tourers. Bro, the, his stuff was the Lunsford stuff was the stuff, man. <clears throat> and he recently uh, retired. No, oh. Kelly Lunsford recently retired. Wow. Uh, in the early days, I ran for Technocraft because at that point, man, they had titanium turnbuckle market like locked down. And uh, at one point, ran like sent a resume to to Lunsford, and I think I was I was definitely like the one of the first guys to run Lunsford in oval cars. Absolutely, I will. I will stake that claim right now. <clears throat> but yeah, his his stuff was awesome. Wait, uh, go people in chat saying they wish Lunchford was still around. Yeah, I know. I mean, <sighs> so what's the choices now for campaign <sighs> turnbuckles? You, you just gotta tape two Jake sticks on, together. Like- <laughs> J Concepts aluminum turnbuckles. Yeah, yeah, run them aluminum turnbuckles. Gotti approved. <laughs> uh, this is not approved by me. Yeah, I think Jason told us like what the deal was. Uh, Kelly retired and uh, didn't yeah. didn't sell it to anybody or whatever. But super nice guy. Uh, products were the shit. Hey, go back. Like, how many pages you skip there, guy? Uh, just here's the okay. This is the page we were on. Is it another hot bodies? Jeez, remember those guys? Ow! Oh, Ryan, I remember when they first came around. Like, uh, Steve Fume would would he would call it, he he realizes he was pronouncing it wrong, but he'd call it Orion. Oh, Orion. really? Orion. Orion? Yeah, as a joke, as like an inside joke. Oh, okay. Orion. Right. Their uh, their ads always look good. Yeah. They were always very on par with Trinity ads. Cool logo, like stuff look cool. They were like the dark side of Europe. Like, you know how Trinity was the dark side here? (laughs) They were like, you know, the Trinity of Europe. Yeah, for sure. Though this says, uh, oh, no, okay, that's Team Riot. Peak Performance distributed them. I didn't know that. Peak Performance. Yeah. So, yeah, where Ryan was in Switzerland. Yep. Still there. Yep, that stuff w- was very cool looking, man. Orion. Those battery bars. Look at all those different looking battery bars. It's so sick, bro. Uh, look at that bad boy. Factory Works Super Mod Oval Truck Body. Mm. Uh, <laughs> uh, 
Oh my god. Bruh. This that right there, they should have just called that the Nork and Nat special. <laughs> Dude, I, look I, at that thing. I remember we had when Jimmy Babcock was on the show and he was talking about his Nork and Dirt Oval national titles. Right there, bud. Right, right there. <laughs> that, That's what you're up against. That that fucking truck body. Look at that butte. <laughs> Woof. Uh, oh, another hot body's nine this seven Ford gas truck. Looks pretty good though. I mean, we're going with a NASCAR theme on an off road truck. That's a bold strategy. <laughs> Let's see how it works out for him. <laughs> And then right below that is the famous uh, high-tech company that produces the Lynx Radio. The last episode, we had the Lynx Radio. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, Let's go. Quite an advancement for them. John Bolton said so many people said it that way. Really? Orion? Yeah, Orion. Um, Mike Woods, Orion was good. I ran some of their packs. The SHO packs. Chris Alex just ran a batch of those. I think Santos is talking about those but ugly truck bodies. Hmm. I have that truck body and my truck was pictured and on their website. Look at you. Wait, which yeah. one? The hot bodies? The no, no, nope. That tr- oval truck body. <sighs> like, dude. In, hope in, it didn't in, look like that. Dude, you guys that make all these cars and recreate these things, you got to recreate that thing. <laughs> Here's what was crazy about that class, Scotty. <laughs> Jesus. There wasn't a, hey, you want to race truck? Go, go buy this kit. Like, it was a hodgepodge, like MacGyver, take this buggy and throw on this chassis and these shocks. And now you're in the truck class. Like, <laughs> dude, it was an abortion of a class. <laughs> Uh, yeah, look who dropped in the chat. Oh, go ahead. Let's ignore him. Uh, but like as a, a high end, like high end dirt oval racing, we we scoffed at that class, dude. I'm not gonna lie. That that truck class was just like trash. Yeah, yeah. Jason says, "Are we talking about the high tech links radio?" Of course we are. Because Jason Ronan, it's time to get in the chat, but doesn't have time to click on yeah. the link that I sent him that he I could join the chat or join the show. Yeah. Um. So if if we if we want Gotti to race at pit stop, Jason Santos gonna need that links radio. <laughs> <laughs> John Bolton exactly. says, "Hobby is full of mispronunciation." Uh, JC concepts. Yeah. Um. Trying to change that. I don't know how I don't I don't know where people get JC concepts from. Uh, yeah, you literally just threw in another letter. <laughs> uh, Jason Rona wants to know if we're getting to the '96 Nats. Yeah, we're still oh, on oh. page yeah, that's a, yeah, this is just a warm up, dude. Yeah, yeah. Click the link, Jason. Join the show. You're sitting in the hotel room doing nothing. Yeah, you ain't doing shit, dude. <laughs> what do you, I mean? What could you possibly be doing right now? Nah, nothing. Uh, Clint ba- Bashworth saying that Lynx came with my art ready to run RC10 GT. Wow. The Lynx. Radio. Oh, damn, dude. How was it? Like, okay, Clint, uh, 
honestly, how, what, let's hear the review on it. Quick review. Uh, the J and C both capitalized. Maybe that's it. Um, I, don't, I don't get it. Nope. Nope. <laughs> You're wrong, Jake. Would we have any frequency conflicts with that radio? Nobody dares to be on the same frequency as a Lynx, brother. Lossy <laughs> <laughs> um, instead of Losey. I've never heard that one. So Joe's there saying it's so engaging when people say Lossy instead of Losey. And does he mean enraging? I don't know. Yeah, I never heard Lossy. <laughs> Why would you say Lossy? I don't know. You must be really new to the sport if you're saying lossy. Then, yeah, just as confusing as JC Concepts. I do I not get JC, it. I, I love JC Concepts. <clears throat> I'm pushing for that name change. Yeah. Uh, All right, so RC10 B2, B2 Sport. B2 Sport. That is a Matt Francis. Go back. That was a Matt Francis paint scheme, but not red. I just noticed that. That's pretty cool looking. I actually really like that green. That's a pretty cool paint wow. job. Wow. And listen, come, come on. I realize it's a sport, but you're going to put a mechanical speed control in there. Guys, <laughs> guys. Yeah. Why don't you just put a hamster in the back instead of a motor too? <sighs> I mean, <laughs> the hamster probably would have uh, actually done better. Crazy. Uh. <laughs> But I, I don't think I've ever noticed that paint job. I like that. Yeah, you, you do bro. like that, huh? Look at that. These are, how, how I do. I dig it. Yeah. Like Francis paint job is classic. It's basically the green instead of the red, but that green really works. Hmm. So Santos, I'm going to request that paint job if we ever race it. So. <laughs> <laughs> Put that on. Yeah. Get that uh, painted up for me like that. <laughs> I'll have Santos doing all this stuff and. Of course, I'll never show up. Never show. <clears throat> ever. Um, I don't know. Don't ever. Never say never. Uh, nothing exciting here. Under yeah, these, are tips. All, these are all trash tips. Understanding one-way dips in touring cars. Now nah, we don't need I'd that. I'd rather not. <laughs> <laughs> New from Novak, the Cyclone. That's, that's how I am today with stuff when I'm watching. Uh, uh, what was I watching? Oh, the low-seat bike stuff. And then Frank, Frank Root's tearing down the low C bike and he's showing you how to adjust the forks or something. And I'm like, like yeah, uh, I'm good, dude. This ain't for me. No, I'm good. <laughs> we'll see what other video YouTube suggests. Yeah. Yeah. No, no one's tearing that down. No. No. Um, the future is here. There it is, the uh, Cyclone. Novak has designed a product that truly surpasses the competition, the Novak Cyclone. It was a good one, man. It was a good fully one. programmable microprocessor. Um. Yep, we. I don't uh, think uh, we've ever had a fail on on those. Those were pretty damn rock solid, man. And there's the post you're talking about up there, so you can. You're right. Solder it right to the post. Yes. Oh, it was so nice when they came out with those, dude. Oh. It was it's so funny nice. they don't mention in the bullet points anything about that. Or do they? Nope. Here we go. Low resistant solder post for quick installation and clean replacement of mm-hmm. any size power wires. Excuse me. It's the beer talk. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, oh, wait a minute. We got Jason Rona joining. Uh, it looks like he's an audio version only. 
Uh, hello, who is this, sir? Caller? Sorry. <laughs> We're closed. We're closed. It's Jason from JC Concepts, ladies and gentlemen. Long-time caller, first-time listener. That's right. We're here. <laughs> what are you up to? Where are you at right now? What's going on? We're at the hotel here in, well, near Rome, New York. I thought you guys were coming up today. Is is that by the col- how far from the Coliseum are you? What's the col? <laughs> What's the Coliseum? Uh, that's in Rome, Italy. Yeah, so here at the hotel, just mm-hmm. we got done. We got done with dinner. Long day of practice. What hotel are we at? Holiday <laughs> Express. We may might not want to disclose that. Well, I don't know what city I'm in right now. <laughs> we'll send over the Chippendale dancers. <laughs> yeah, uh, Mike Woods uh, saying uh, say hi to Frank Calandra for him, uh, Jason. So. You know what? Not a chance. Uh, yeah, Frank uh, talked to him for quite a while. I mean, all these guys are doing really well. <laughs> um, you're back from dinner. Yep. Where did you go? What do you have? It was called ba- it was called Babes. Oh boy. Babes. Um, that like Hooters. Well, that's kind of what I was thinking it was going to be, but <laughs> it kind of turned out to be the opposite. The opposite. <laughs> What's the opposite? Well, I guess that's probably not the best description, but okay. I don't know. It, it was okay. Just nothing yeah, special. Babe. All right. Well, that's great. It was, uh, I mean, this place is huge. I mean, the, the place we went for dinner just had a big outside patio setting, tons of live you know, live music, tons of people out there. You know, we sat, in, we sat inside. There was nobody inside. Was there any Canadian smoke? Uh, no. <laughs> Don't see it. Didn't see any smoke. Right on. We have some good... Um, we have some good Canadian racers here this weekend. Oh, wee oh, wee. Oui, oui. That was French, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they're from Quebec. Yeah. Uh, Jason, what happened to the mini truggy in the four-wheel drive short course class? Yes, everybody wants to know. I don't understand why that's such a big deal. Like, <laughs> Well, it's not I a big mean, deal to me. I can care less, but I mean, I I'm mean, just there's, <laughs> I mean, honestly... I mean, honestly, mini truggy to begin with really isn't a class. I mean, it's not a Roar National class. I yeah, mean, it's, it's, not, it's not recognized. I was shocked to even hear about that mini truggy. I was like, what? No, granted, no, granted, people said that they, you know, I've seen people say that they were intentionally signing up to come and run that one. But Oof. I just don't see it. It. You know, it would have been nice, I guess, for a few more entries. Um, the actual, you know, the short course class. You know, I, I kind of have still a, a, uh, a spot for short course, I guess, in my heart. But You just want to n- run another ad that your high flow body won another national title. Exactly. <laughs> And would, um, you put the, would you count that as a if you won? Like, would you count that towards the total? Oh, sure. absolutely. Well, mm. if it's a if it's a legitimate class, still, um, 
So, yeah, I just... I, Jason, Gotti just found out about that druggy class tonight. Yeah, I had no idea. I mean, I knew of the card, but I didn't know that. No, you didn't. I well, yeah, I guess I didn't. You know, yeah, I, I didn't know X-ray made one. Is drinking Trulies and eating black licorice? How weird is that, dude? Jesus, what's that? Drinking Trulies and which is like a seltzer, alcoholic seltzer, and black licorice. Yeah. Who's who's doing that? Joe Zaire. Oh, I didn't see that. Um, I'm a man of the people. Actually, I noticed Joe said that the biggest mistake was the Nationals on the coast, but it's actually the biggest ones have been at LCRC. At, Let's at, go. Um, they were they had the 260 plus entries, I think, for the uh, E Nationals that they held, and I think they had the biggest one of of all the uh, E Nationals. I know when we had it, we had it at A Main years ago. And that was um, about a hundred entries. Lee's track at Setzer's was about a hundred. Hannah's track at Adren- Adrenaline was about a hundred. Uh, I think they had, like Joe said, they had a little more uh, at the Plex Hobby Plex. They probably had I don't know 130, 140. Uh, but I, the biggest one I remember is they had a. They might even had the race there twice. I don't know, but um, and the e national rocks. Yeah. At LCRC. Mm-hmm. Pennsylvania, the gem of RC racing. No, no, the gem of E8 scale racing. Eh. Nah, you might be right. And LCRC is a hell of a facility. So I, like I, I think I think they, they <laughs> added they added the class mini truggy and a four wheel short course was there because it was a huge class at one time, but you know, they added that mini truggy just because I think they wanted to put it somewhere and and add some entries to this side of the, the national. And I just think that in general it's not it's not adding different classes here of different vehicles that would make a difference. It's you don't have the breakdown of classes that you have at other events like the you know, I mean, because we have, it's arguably the E classes in eight scale are arguably bigger than the Nitro at a lot of like, you know, the PMBs, the Wicked Weekends, the, you know, all those class, you know, all those events, the E classes are actually some of the biggest, if not the biggest at the races. So it's not that. And the manufacturers traditionally sell more E buggies than they do nitro buggies. Hmm. So, so how many the, like the vehicles the vehicles themselves sell and they race pretty uh, in popular numbers at a lot of these events, but the Roar Nationals traditionally haven't done well. And I think it's because one there's only one class of them. Right. There's not like, you know, there's not a sportsman, an expert, a pro, a 40 plus, 50 plus, 90 plus, you know, classes. So and that's what they don't have at these races. Oh, I didn't know that. So like you're in truggy or you're in buggy. Correct. Really? Yeah. So, yeah, nobody wants to come out there and get stomped by pros. 
Yeah, and I think that's the number one reason that... Why you know, would they not have that separation? You know, I... That don't make sense. It just hasn't gotten to that point yet, and I think it's... I didn't realize that. And I think it's because at the Fuel Nationals is always their biggest nationals of the year. Um, they don't have to have any of those classes, and it sells out. That's their best race of the year. Right. People are coming regardless. Yep. Yeah, for whatever reason, that race brings the numbers. And, but a race like this, I think people just say, eh, I'll save it for something else. Right. Mm. I can skip that. Yeah. So, like, the mini truggy, is that just a, a lack of entries, Jason? Yeah, I, I think they and, just and how they many? only saw... I think they only saw like, and I'm just I'm pulling numbers out here, but I think they probably only saw like five or six people signed oh, up and get out of town. No way. Yeah. Scrap that. I mean, there wasn't like three heats signed up and they canceled it. It was like, it was individuals. Um, yeah. Somebody's trying to get a national championship. Yeah. I mean, it's just, I should have signed not, up for that. Yeah. I mean, it's just not what it's, if they wanted to do this race differently, what you have to do is, first of all, you have to have the race at a location where you think you're going to draw the best turnout. Um, you know, we talked earlier that, um, what, what did we, we mentioned something earlier about this. High tech links. Oh, oh no, no, no. When, no, when we were talking in the chat, we were talking about, you know, only tracks that actually apply get these races. Right. So it's so it's not that, um, you know, it's not that Roar doesn't necessarily select a track they want to go to. A track also has to bid for it. Right. So they got to be willing to open up themselves to that shit show. Yeah, you know, and when I talked to Frank today, he was kind of disappointed in the turnout, but I also told him, I said, one thing to consider, not that I have to tell this guy anything. I mean, he's been in RC longer than me. I, You know, <laughs> one of the people I've kind of talked to that I feel like, man, this guy's been around longer than me. It's weird, but, um, you know, I was talking to him. I said, hey, it's also you, the way you got to look at it is, if people have a good experience and there's new video, new photos of the track out there that maybe people didn't see that your next, you know, races, you know, get a little bit better turnout because of it. And, um, he has a race here called uh, the rumble in Rome, I believe. And they had that not long ago. I think it did pretty well, but, and I think when people, more people see the photos, the video, and they like it, it makes more people want to come to another event, right? So you can always find a, you know, you can find a positive on how you want to work it, spin it. Um, so I, I think that there's going to be some good that definitely happens here this weekend. And, uh, I mean, this today, the weather was beautiful here today. Hmm. Uh, I know Almond, <clears throat> who's in uh, Arizona with Mayfield, Mayfield said it was 118 in Arizona today. 
<laughs> Jesus. Oh my God. Now, so pardon, so no, yeah. pardon my ignorance. This is an outdoor track, Jason. Yeah, it is. Okay. I mean, we're they got uh, they got the pit set up for us inside their what would be on their normally their carpet track, and I mean it's they got the AC on, so it's mm. a fresh yeah. building. They actually had their old building almost burned completely down last year. Oh jeez! A they were telling me the story. Well, yeah, the the weather lipo, is supposed to rain. Lipo locker. Yeah, according to uh, to to piggyback what Mike Woods is saying here, yeah, it is supposed to rain tomorrow, 80, 80 to ninety percent chance. But anyway, it was beautiful today. But uh, oh yeah, they had so they were telling um, Frank was telling me that they're in their building. They have a motion detector in the back corner, and then they have a camera up at the front. And his, uh, I don't know if his phone went off or something went off in the middle of the night that the motion detector caught, and it was the lipo fire going up. No! <laughs> what? And, yeah, he clicks on it, and there's a big big fire uh, going on, because then he could see the camera, right? Yeah. And he's, like, he's just watching the camera, and, you know, of course they get the, you know, the fire department get everybody out there and from the went from the minute he said from the second that the motion detector went off till they had the fire put out it was 21 minutes holy shit yes and the the fire department told him that had it gone 10 more minutes the whole building would have been gone like the building that we're in is all new oh and he wow said, and it that much happened. That much happened in twenty one minutes. And he said, "Had it been another ten minutes, everything would have been done." So I assume it was just like an idle lipo battery. I believe so. Yeah, one went oh. up. One what? battery. Yeah, one battery went up, and then I believe it. He said it. It kind of like got another battery or two. Also, chain growing. reaction. Yep. And it did, he said it was just, I mean, those, I don't know if you've ever seen one of these like 3S batteries or whatever they are that go up in flames. But I mean, these, it'll put like a 15 foot high flame. It'll like hit the ceiling. No problem. <sighs> wow. They're pretty, they're pretty destructive when, when they, when they go up like that. Bring back NICADs. <laughs> you know the funny part is when the last time we were one of the last times we were running NICADs we were at the Worlds in Japan I think this was like 07 and I remember sitting in the pits and I don't know if it was Cavalieri or somebody coming back from tech and their NICADs were blowing up in the car in, <laughs> in the taking the walking the car through the pits you could hear the batteries blowing up in that thing Topping. That's yeah. crazy. Which I mean, I'd never heard. I've never seen that very often back then. Um, but because I, I, I remember, because the lipo stuff was starting to 
to get going and I remember people being concerned about it and I was just like look it's like shit the batteries are running now Cavalarias or whoever it was is blowing up on the way back from tech I mean it's like <laughs> one or the other here speaking of Cav so I put a, fo- a Facebook post out there today that he is no longer running for raw speed yeah Mm-hmm. You, talk to, you talk to Cav lately? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. It, it's not. It's just breaking not a good, news. It's just not a good time of the year. Yeah, it's it is a. a it's it's poor, a peculiar. It's, it's a peculiar timing. That is yeah, for certain. It's it's poor timing for everybody. Um. It's poor timing for raw speed. It's poor timing for Cav. It'd be poor timing for any other potential yeah, but sponsors. Budgets are already, uh, you know, spoken for, and et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, it's it's just not good timing, and I mean, obviously, Cav's not going to struggle to find a deal that he wants. Um, so we'll we'll see. He'll he'll get something going. I mean, I think. I'm not going to say it's been a tough year, but it's kind of been a tough year for him. Um, just so many new things, new, you know, a new, new 10 scale cars, new eight scale cars, new tire, you know, going back to the raw speed program he was there a couple of years ago. Um, and he, I mean, I don't want to make excuses. I don't want to make excuses for him, but he also doesn't, he doesn't really have any local tracks anymore. Oh wow! If he if he has to run, he has to go run eight. Not has to, but you know you got to run eight scale. But you know he's not really a club racer. You know, like it's hmm. it the the races um, the races he runs really aren't necessarily a lot like the races that or the tracks he could run at locally. And there's no OCRC anymore, which used to be his kind of bread and butter. So, you know, that track doesn't exist to kind of help him with the the 10 skill side. So it's been a little bit of a rough year. You know, I, I think that you could probably do more. You know, he himself could do more. You could try to get out and go to other tracks and things to get a little more of up to speed but that's not what he's used to he he is kind of a you know in a the the sports world uh his he's not like a grind it out until um i figure it out kind of guy he's he's always been kind of the finisher hand me something that's dialed and i'll show you what it can do um he's never been kind of the one that grinds it out and then figures it out. And then he's the guy that's, uh, you know, finishes off the races when other people can't. So, Mm. um, closer. Yeah. He he is. That's, that's kind of, that's his thing. So, um, and there's just a lot of drivers out there right now. A lot of people that are hungry and, um, Competition in the market. <laughs> yeah. Competition in the driving market. 
it's amazing though. Like I, I try to figure it out. Like I'm like, man, what what happened? Like what's Cavalry was so dominant, and it's like so I, that might explain some of it though. He doesn't have a track near him anymore. Well, um, I mean, you're also talking about you know, I mean, to me, his his dominating period of time came like kind of 2012 and previous <clears throat> to that. Sure, he had a lot a lot of good races after that, but when he was winning winning like pretty much across the board, he was pretty damn young. And and it's not that he hasn't um, you know, obviously he swept the the Roar Nationals in 10 scale probably his last big sweep was uh was that 2015 yeah maybe 15 2015 or 16 that was the his last big sweep event i think um but it's just like anything though i mean it's not that you can't it's not like he's you know, lost a lot of skill or anything, but you also can't dominate forever, right? It doesn't matter who you are, where you are. Um, it, it's hard to dominate dominate anything forever. Um, but, you know, getting your fair share should still be possible. Yeah. John Bolton said he's getting old. So, I mean, is that how old is Cav now? <clears throat> Cavalry is, uh, is thirty six. Okay. Young buck. Seems young, young buck. How old's Mayfield? Thirty six. <laughs> okay. Jeez. So uh, maybe it does come down to what you said, though. That's that's an interesting point. I didn't realize he didn't have a track near him anymore. Uh, Joe's there and says, well, "Why does he just move to a track? You know, to a location that has where he can practice and stuff." But. Uh, What's that now? One more time. Uh, Joe's there saying, because uh, you mentioned that there's no tracks around where he lives anymore. So why not move to where? I, I totally, I agree with him. I agree mm-hmm. with Joe. I've, I, you know, kind of in my mind, I've kind of ran through these <clears throat> for everybody. You know, I've kind of ran through these scenarios too of what, you know, hey, what would I do in this position and um, I but I agree. I, I think that would be a good idea. <laughs> um, Joe's also saying, "I yeah, okay." Well, this is off the topic. Well, not really. Uh, Jason, besides <laughs> Ryan Mayfield and Fend, are paid pros really worth it to the industry? And that's a question I keep bringing up. Besides the top, like you, you got Mayfield, Fend, Spencer. Tessman. Tessman. I'm probably missing a few others, but like when you get down there, it's like, really? Are they moving the needle? As we say, like, are these guys, does it matter if this one guy wins? If it's not Mayfield, does it really matter? Win on Sunday, sell on Monday. Yeah, but like, there's tons of racers out there. It's like, what's the point of this? Like, this is the whole podcast. Well, one thing is there isn't really a lot of paid pros. Right. Okay. Yeah. There's not. So, okay. Yeah. So you know, I but mean, there's the point. 
of I course there's of course there's paid pros and there's a handful but there's a very very small few that actually make enough money at racing for it to be a career you know there's a big difference between getting $500 a month to race RC cars and making enough to actually survive right and so there's only a handful of people that make enough to actually earn a living racing. Um, you know, you probably, you know, Mayfield, Fend, Spencer, um, Ty Tessman, uh, off the top of my head, you know, those are our... Um, so there's not many more than that. And then uh, you get to Europe. I'm sure Bruno does pretty well, and you know there's not a men, there's not many. I, I'm I think that the number's probably under ten. Um, you know that make enough to actually <clears throat> earn a living. You know, obviously we have this thing in RC where they say pros are. You know, we have a pro class. Well, really, when they have a pro class, there's really only maybe four or five guys that are actually pros, right? Right. The yeah. other guys, they they are trying to race at a pro level. Yeah, but these companies are paying them to go, not paying them, but well, paying their travel and all this other stuff to go to these races, right? Yeah. Because I'm looking at some of these guys and I'm thinking, why are you bothering? Because he's even if he wins, he's not. It's not going to do anything. Is he moving the needle? No. Well, like, I think a couple things are is sometimes you can't. They're, they're trying to inch towards having somebody that can move the needle. And in order to do that, you have to take baby steps. So I think that's what some, I think some of the logic is. I'm not trying to say it does or doesn't make a difference, but I think the logic is, well, I can't get fanned. I can't get Mayfield. I can't get Spencer or Ty Tessman. So what do I got? You know, and so you, you, you try to get the best you can get. You get the results you can get, and you can, and maybe you help that guy become a winner, uh, or and turn into something that can move the needle, um, or you can transition it to an even better driver. Right? <clears throat> there, there's just a, there's a number of different ways to sell the product. Um. If you're gonna, but if you want to win with the product, you have to have it all. It has to be good. The driver has to be good, and everything else. So, okay. Uh, you know, I I think um, I don't want to do too much hijacking here, but <laughs> you know, John. I don't think we're getting through this ninety-six. <laughs> John Bolton brought up did Kenwald sell for Trinity, and I I think he did. Oh God, yeah. I mean, uh, obviously you're yeah. much more familiar with it. I watched it as a competitor. Um, yeah, that's and, not a question. He's a, he was a needle mover for sure. Yeah, and I think what was interesting about Brian is, you know. What's interesting, what's funny about it is when people talk about him online and 
in today's day, everybody has such great things to say about him. But when he was coming up as a racer, people did not really like him. And because he didn't talk. He wasn't like a very outgoing kind of guy. But if you went and asked him a question, he would talk to you. But I think there were some people that thought he was kind of dicky, you know? And I think that I was kind of, I kind of wondered about that when he went to Trinity and Losi myself, because at the time I was like, well, he's not really the best sales guy, you know? He didn't yeah. really talk to people. He wasn't that outgoing. Leave but, that up to Trinity. But I think, yeah, I think what, what ended up happening is something about Kinwald, um, it, it it really gave you something to kind of hang your hat on for a Trinity and for a Losi. For Losi, they were selling product. Trinity, they were selling product. What they wanted to be was a winner uh, in, in that class. And, you know, Losi had never won the Worlds. Um, it had been a little while, I think, since Trinity won the Worlds. And, um, and, and Brian kind of gave that to them. Um, so... It was interesting. I, it was it was really it was kind of interesting to me at the time because I remember people not really liking Brian when he was coming up because they just they just were kind of like he wasn't that outgoing. But once he kind of got that platform, I guess with Trinity and Losi, it kind of it worked. And maybe the timing too. Maybe it was Losi's time. They had great cars. Um, you know, they, they created that double X that was a great car. Um, they were kind of peaking, I guess. And then Trinity was kind of, I'm not going to say moving on from Joel Johnson, but they were kind of like, who's the next guy kind of moving on from Joel Johnson. Right. Who's our, who's our next seller? Yeah. I, I think that's, and, and that, I think the timing was right too. I think that had something to do with it. Uh, Joe saying Kinwald was the silent assassin. Right. Sean, yeah. Sean Ireland says BK and Joel Johnson both moved the needle. God, he's like, yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Joel Johnson. The Come on, hero. Joel. Let's go. Let's get back. The hero of heroes. <laughs> oh, man. And that was, you know, I think. Joel and Brian were very different. <laughs> That's the yeah. funny part about it is they're very different. Yep. Like Joel was, I think, a, a, a nicer guy to talk to. He's obviously outgoing. Totally different too. I mean, obviously you got Brian who is this this small guy who everybody wondered what was wrong with him was the was what you heard a lot. What you know, there everyone's like what's wrong with Brian? Why is he small? You know, like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Everyone talked about that. Like, and Joel's kind of like this, almost like a straight out of like the late eighties movies, you know, like on the volleyball scene or something, you know? <laughs> like top Val Kilmer, Val Kilmer in Top Gun or something. His MIT sweatshirt. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. And, 
and Kenwald was this guy that people just were like, what's wrong with him? But man, he can freaking drive. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so they're two completely different uh, guys, but, uh, you know, two got, different routes to do the same job. Yeah. They, they got the job done. And I think what, um, what later people loved about Brian was his cars. I think at the beginning, his cars, like when he was on Associated, his cars were like a, definitely different, but they progressively got a little different. They were like and, the true factory rides. Yeah, like, and then when oh, what did Brian do to his car now? Yeah, and then when he got on Losi, it was really it was a little traditional at first, and then it just got more and more like crazy and blue, and you know it's. You know, and at the end, I mean, it's when he's making a arms and putting stuff. You know, he would take. I mean, I'm, Sean was on here. I mean, he would. He built an associated. He built a short course truck for them. Um, of, I believe it was a five generation or a six generation, where he took like two a arms and cut them in half and and. <laughs> put them together and made long a arms out of two a arms and used dremel dust like carbon dremel dust and glue <laughs> to put them together and they looked really good i mean he would make all this crazy stuff and that's what i think people later really um knew him for is you know, like larry tom's on here on here you know he has a cabinet at hobby action with some of kinwald's stuff in it and like the stuff that he would make i mean you're just he would actually grind carbon fiber plate material to get the dust to put plastic pieces together with super glue with carbon fiber dust it was freaking wild <laughs> uh Let's see. Uh, we got to get back to this uh, magazine if we're going to wrap this show up soon. Um, but John Bolton saying in magazines you can create the image, no social media, so in person personality didn't matter. And I, that's what was funny to me is like the first thing Trinity did is put him on a Harley with sunglasses on, and I'm like, <laughs> this guy like is so ODP. opposite. Like yeah. this is not. Anywhere close to it Ken Wall. It don't matter. Tony P thought that was a fucking brilliant idea. And that's and all there is to it. And maybe it was and it, because it did it's work. memorable. How, but exactly. Like, if if you would have seen that, like, hey, this is what they're going to do. Well, this ain't going to work. Well, it did. It, it worked. It worked. <laughs> Somehow it still worked. And they still sold, like, shit tons of product, man. <laughs> yep. He keeps winning races and the product will sell. Yep. Yeah, I mean, it was uh, it was definitely unique. Um, definitely uh, somebody that was still nice to be around. And um, <clears throat> what was interesting about Brian is he always took he would kind of like make himself at home at a lot of these tracks. He would go to and then he would get he would just have a lot of uh, buddies that would want to just hang out with them and 
he kind of created like his own little group. It was an entourage. There, yeah. Yeah. yeah, everywhere he went. Um, That's how you knew where Ken Wall was at. You just see the entourage moving. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, six knots from, from track to track, didn't he? Like, yeah. I remember Eminem was one of them, and yeah, I mean, he had people that would SoCal Raceway. He'd, he would bring they would bring all his bags in for him. You know, <laughs> it was pretty funny. It was a different time. You don't see that today with like Mayfield having an entourage of people around. No. It's just no, different. Those days are go- yeah. Well, he's just—he's like I don't—I don't want anybody carrying my shit. No, but I don't think anybody would do that today. Like I don't think that like it was just a different time. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I have never Wall. seen. Um, yeah, the the Kinwald stuff was definitely different. The the entourage, the people carrying his bags, and it's not like he necessarily asked for all of that. It was just no, like people were just like willing to. Hey, if 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 this magic will rub off on me, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll carry his bags or I'll you know glue his tires or some shit. Well, mm-hmm. Not glue his tires, but you know, yeah, wash wash his tires or some shit. Right. I right. remember when he came to Vineland, like that mm. was a oh, that was, was a scene. Sick. <laughs> it was a scene. <laughs> I'm trying to think of the guy that came with him. From SoCal Raceway, he actually Probably, gave me, was it so rab? No, no. Trying to if I, I think if I heard his name, I'd be like, "Yep, that's him." What year was this? He actually gave me a SoCal Raceway hat. I was like, "Fuck yes, this is sick." Uh ninety. I'm gonna just throw out ninety eight. Mm-hmm. Um, ninety-eight. It was a guy with a first and last name. That helps. I can't. I, I had to think there for a second. I was like, "What?" There was yeah, a I guy can't. named Curtis that used to travel with him a little while. Then there was mm-hmm. Randy Poe. Not Randy Poe. Maybe Curtis. Curtis Schlott. That's it. Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, showing up, show up the violin. That was big. Yeah, you want to talk about a rock star scene there? Man. <laughs> like, oh, oh, this is why this guy is so special. Got it now. Now I see it right in front of my face. Got it. Yeah, it's it was it was uh You should have been in the hotel rooms when you know back then how we always used to wrench in the hotel room and everybody leave their door open you just went like room to room yeah and uh you know they would do that and you know we'd be in there and there'd be like 10 or 12 people in there just like hanging out and like kinwald gluing or making tires wrenching i think he's the only guy i've ever seen bring three two-wheel buggies to a race like, like at his like biggest entourage, like prime peak moments, he would he was bringing like three two wheels to a race, and they were like yeah. all ready to go, like all the same paint job, tires on him, and he would just like set one down, run it. <laughs> then it would be like his neck, his 
one of his buddies, all right, turn the other one on. You get run that one a little bit and not turn the other one on. Try that one. Crazy. Yeah. All right, Jason, are you staying with us for the uh, rest of this uh, car action? We're not going to, we're going to try and zip through this. Let's, let's look at what you got. What do we got here? All right. We got woods racing the X 13 oval car on the page here for the last hour. <laughs> okay, I don't know. So that, that was our uh, our uh, former co-worker and roommate Mike Wood. Yep. Why didn't Kirby speak? run this car? Cuz he couldn't afford me. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So can you see that on your uh, screen, Jason? I can't. I can. Oh, okay, cool. Um, so there we, uh, I gotta move it over here. Trying to get a look. They always had some fast guys in the Midwest. Does this help you, uh, at all, Kirby? Right there? No, it doesn't do it. No, no, just like, yeah, it didn't magnify it. Yeah, it just moves it. Okay. I was trying to blow it up. Yeah, they had a three shock setup T T bar, but there was pivots. Uh, where the uh, the T bar mounted to the pod, so it was it was slightly different than a, like a just regular a ten L T bar, just a little slightly different. But yeah, they had some fast drivers piloting those those rides. Did they? I I I don't even remember this car. Yeah, I mean, jeez, when you think of like put it into off-road terms you think oh schumacher's like kind of kind of a you know you don't see them very often well take take that and scale that down 800 times and that's what you know this car would have been mike woods not to be confused with wood racing here dude i Uh, I, i've actually kind of thought for a while that this was the same guy yeah, that's what I used to think too. I was like, "That eh, Mike Woods is in here," but I'm like, "Wait a minute, we didn't call him Woods." It's Mike Wood. <laughs> it was Mike Wood. Woo, 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 okay, so it, there it was Wood and Woods. Yeah, right. Mike Mike Wood. Okay. I don't know at what point they. But every time the name pops up, I'm like, Mike. Oh wait, Woods. They moved. They moved on from the company, and then Mike Wood came down and you know, work fraternity for, for a while. Yep. Who's our roommate? <clears throat> Never forget uh, the '69 Camaro that leaked gas. Never forget. Oh man, he was taking us to the airport, and we're like, "What's? It smells like gas in here." It's like here he was leaking gas <laughs> the whole way to the airport. <laughs> Very dangerous. <laughs> uh, uh, Mike Wood it says I like had that an extra whole apartment was dangerous. Yeah, yeah, it was. Dude, it was the frat house, baby. It was the best ever. It was awesome. Uh, Mike Woods is saying, I had an X-13. I sold it cheap on eBay because there was no local carpet racing. One week later, after he sold this on eBay, my local track tore out the dirt and put carpet back in. I was so mad my hobby shop did that. I would never, I would have never sold the car. Oof. I could have got a discount on that name alone. Shit. Damn. All right. So uh, the Mike uh, or the Mike Wood X13 edition car uh, comes uh, optional left-handed drive, a must for hardcore oval racers. Make sure to pick up a reverse rotation motor yeah. or a motor with adjustable timing. 
Dude, that was a gimmick back in the day. Like, very few tracks it did work. Hmm. Uh, the you know left. You think LSD. it would though, right? LSD, LSD, baby, turn the LSD. <laughs> I ran a composite craft links too with left side drive for the '93 Pro Car Worlds. I'll have you know. Damn, '93, that's going back. Oh. <laughs> Wait, was it '90? Was that? No, 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 no. It was not 93. Well, it's not going to get much better if that's Pro, what you're thinking. Pro Car Worlds, I think, was 95. Yeah, that's it. Okay. I think 95, yes. It was not 93. Nope. I mean, only two years, but yeah. It's amazing. I can't remember these years. Like going back left, side, left Side Drive was like, I think at Whipperwill, it was like, oh, this is a perfect setup for this car. And then other tracks, it just, you know what? It just didn't work. And... Uh, you know, the motors truly work better when you wound the armatures opposite the way they were meant to be rather than, oh, we're just going to turn the timing 180 and run it like that. Hmm. So there was just, uh, you know, there was some factors there involved with the left side drive shit. Okay. But boy, did they sell the shit out of those evolutions. Woo! Uh, the likes on this X13 was high quality parts, mucho adjustability, <laughs> controlled much, <laughs> controlled suspension pod handles like it's glued to the track, which could be a bad thing, right? Yeah. Too much uh, corner scrub there. Yeah. Uh, directions and setup tips that come with the kit, which Woody was great at writing up the manuals. Uh, and the dislikes, having to drill holes for the servo mount. Oh, jeez. Yeah, it was like every car, though, back then, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> there was no overcar. Like, yes, that was your job. Yeah. Have, okay. have a drill press and, some and you know, some counterboard bits, countersink bits. Yeah. All right, so uh, this Mercedes-Benz thing, we can uh, off a Pirate 10. Dude, just just keep this. going. That thing's... I, Horrible. Pile of shit. That thing's horrible. How many pages does that thing take? Up? Look Jesus. at that thing. What? I mean, dude, and it's, and it's a, and you it's guys, a nitro. You guys made nitro. that body. Jesus, and that it's a sweet. nitro. That's a JC Concepts body. <laughs> JC Concepts. The um, the worst part about this thing is it was a nitro car. I mean, <laughs> the, the worst part about this thing is everything. <laughs> what in the hell? The pirate. 10 DTM. More like butt pirate. Oh. <laughs> Back oh. lot. <laughs> Car Dude, All right. Okay. This might be the best thing in the magazine, actually. Oh, man. Look at what that a, clutch bill. What a pile. <laughs> Look at how high the motor is off the chassis because it's probably. Oh, it is pull start. On top of everything, it's a pull start. <laughs> Well, it's a backyard brawler. Yeah, dude. Let's get to the likes and dislikes here. Hopefully, they. Oh, I can't imagine you. Oh, wait, I'm going to. Yeah, a lot of likes. Oh, here we go. Yeah. So the the lot of likes, Uh, the likes is it's fully assembled. Oh, Uh, has a. (laughs) I can't get through this. Two speed transmission. Oh, you need that for sure. (laughs) Extremely durable. Right. And major aluminum parts are hard coated. Oh yeah, 
Dislikes no wing on the back of the body. Oh yeah, you gotta have a wing. <laughs> Dude, these dislikes are awesome. Tire <laughs> tire sidewalls are too high. Has no traction once it hits the second speed. <laughs> and the exhaust spews on the back of the body. Jesus. Ooh. It's because it's a nitro. That thing is ass. <laughs> Please p- turn the page. All right. Uh, well, it keeps going, man. They dedicated a lot of pages Dude, to this. This is like a 50 page write up on this thing. Yeah. Joe Zayer, off in the paint, a tiny money. So, final thoughts. I first saw this car months before it was given to me and was so overly impressed by its quality and design that I actually begged RC Car Action editors to let me review it. Who says this? Yes, it was pathetic, but effective. Oh, his! Oh, his, I thought they meant the car, but his begging was. Uh, this was uh, who? Uh, you want to call the name out here? Let's see. Uh, be the very first. Oh, page. Greg Vogel. Mm. <sighs> <laughs> you gotta put him on blast. Well, you know what's crazy is um, he, he's awesome. <laughs> you know what's crazy? He's awesome. Yeah, Greg Vogel. He's awesome, but this. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, this is ninety-seven. Poor Greg. Yeah, he was just starting out. Uh, after I inspected the car and made preparations for running, there was no doubt in my mind that it would be an excellent ride for parking lot enthusiasts and racers. Uh, yeah. I've heard. Re- hey. You know what uh, happens when that thing hits the second speed? What's that? It's going to be some serious shit. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to see some serious shit. Um, Greg heard reports from other tracks across the country that say it's already in the winter circle, Jason. Oh, my oh wow. God. I, I'm logging off soon. Uh, okay. Well, that's... Uh, Okay, Greg. Uh, well, that's not your what? best work, but what are you going to do? Right. Oh, oh no. my God. Car action trash test, one-tenth scale electric. <laughs> this is getting bad. This 96 issue. Oof. The Beetle is bugging. Volkswagen. Again, if you're listening to the audio version, you got to check into the video version of this podcast. Uh, we can just skip through here. Pure shit. Man, too many. Pi- oh. oh, here we go. Man, we should have saved your rant for this. Product Watch, the Trinity Dirtnator 2. Look at the hat. Kirby, oh, look so at the hat. There it is. Yo, I had the same hat. That's it. SoCal Raceway. That's epic. I wish epic. I, I mean, not that it would fucking do anything if I still had it, but it was very <laughs> cool for me to have. Yeah. You, I, dude, I, ro- I rolled into pit stop with that bad boy. Yeah, that's right. I got a SoCal Raceway hat, pussies. Hmm. Um. There you go. There's the uh. There's your um, dyno numbers. Great motor, dude. That D two was great. This is a Dirtnator versus the Dirtnator two dyno numbers. What a, la- what a label on that. What a label. And Neil McCurdy helped. Uh, mm, n- never forget Neil. 
Yep. You might be a rev tech. <laughs> That's pretty fun. Sedan shootout, man, back when they were hot, 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 hot. Yeah, you had to have you had to have something Ooh. sedan or touring car in your magazine man. at this time. Yeah. They they were so hot. They were like short course before short course, really. That's true. Maybe not that huge, but man, it was like, you know. <clears throat> I I think I think these on road cars and touring cars were it was actually probably bigger than short course. Wow. I mean, it, the in general, the whole segment was. I mean, it exploded. It was. It was gigantic. It did. Yep. Uh, in this issue, they're happening. I mean, they're still racing them today. Wow. It's probably it's the best. It you know it's still the most popular, probably on road form of racing you can do. Um, so. There's the uh, the Predator touring car, the tenth technology. Oh, sh- right there. God, I don't know if I even knew that, man. I, I, I didn't really, know that. I don't think I knew that. And Associated was like, "That's a great idea." Well, they that, definitely, they definitely looked at it. They definitely looked at it. I know that for sure. It's because it was a fucking same thing. The Predator was the most expensive of the group, but what you get for your money is plenty of top-line hardware and materials. What I remember is that car was really bad, actually. As, a, <laughs> as, a as an off-road car? car? Oh, a touring no, car. As a touring car, it was really bad. That that thing was really bad. Right there. There you go. It was a it, heap. It's a heap, yeah, but it was like, it might be a piece of shit, but it's my piece of shit. <laughs> Well, How was that thing on off-road, Jason? Like with with BK whipping it. I mean, he won. But was it like a handful? You know, like or the first time I remember seeing the car run was at the Worlds in '95 in Japan, and at the time, every other car, of course, was was belt drive, and oh yeah, every car, yeah, that. That building was, you know, it was an indoor building. We were pitted pretty close to the track. And that, I don't know how the drivers did it. There was a couple drivers they had there, and it was so loud. Oh, okay. I mean, this is not an exaggeration. Wait, all you the, heard the was. The driver was so loud. All you, yeah, all you heard was. The entire qualifier and everyone else, I would have been totally pissed if I was in the guys in those guys' qualifier because everything else was just silent. Uh, <laughs> and it just it was so loud, it was unbelievable. And but when by the time Kinwall got it, because I think the part of the reason why he he got one because he, he was pissed at he got pissed at uh, Yokomo for some reason and got the guy from Predator to send him a car, and then he ran it at Winter Champs, and 
he he won he won winter champs with the predator and i don't know that he really ran it much or if at all after that race hmm. i i i don't remember him running it ever after that but he won i mean i, I remember mark even mark pavitas ran the class and um kenwell kicked his ass in that race um I don't know if the car was, I mean, it was good. It looked good out there. I think he loved the car. Like, I think he, he probably got mad at Yokomo purposely just so he could get one. Cause he liked it. <laughs> it's like, was the it's ultimate, fun. like trick it out. Uh, Joe's there saying that double X four came out early 97. No reason to have it anymore. And that's cool. <laughs> You know, when that double X came out, obviously we've talked about that enough times as a prototype, you know, in Pennsylvania there at the Nats. But when that car came out in production, wasn't really that great either. They broke a lot of parts on that double X4. They're breaking tons of towers and A-arms and bulkheads, and they broke everything on that car. <laughs> and... I want to say that Kinwall didn't make the main at the 97 Worlds when we were there. That was at the mm-hmm. ranch. You know, because everyone kind of thought that car would be really, really good at that race because it was Losi's track. They're the only ones that had, like, a really great uh, production, you know, Losi or Losi-designed four-wheel drive car and. I only think a couple of them made the main. Like it, yeah. it wasn't. And Kenwald didn't make the main there, in four wheel. I don't know if he broke too many times or what it was, but it was kind of an embarrassment, really. In um, Masami, we had that prototype car, which that thing was a total piece of shit. Um, <laughs> I forget what that thing was called. The MX Four, I think it was and Masami TQ'd in one with it. I mean I we all had the same car and I flat out told I wanna say I told I can't remember if it was Masami or his dad. I'm like, I need six spur gears and they're like, why do you need six spur gears? And I'm like, because we have six qualifiers and it strips a spur gear every run. <laughs> and I just told him I said it's actually kind of a waste of my time. Like, I don't even know why I'm running this. Jason wasn't using the pit tips to put a piece of paper between his spur and pinion. Yeah. You weren't reading your car actions. Yeah, that thing. I told him, you know, because I was going to school. I was going to school out there at the time, and I was. Mm -hmm. uh, We already ran two-wheel drive, which two-wheel was awesome and did good, and I was just like, I just said, look, this is kind of a waste of my time. I'm like, the thing won't, I can't even drive it at full speed without it stripping a spur gear. So I could either be on an A main run and strip a spur gear or just be in the C main. And so. <laughs> uh, John Bolton's saying, knew, huh? Obviously, Masami's dad knew how to make it work. Yeah. Wow. Uh, John Bolton saying uh, Mike Sanders had the Predator car. We were we were at the Roar Regionals and the Marshals kept pulling it off the track because it was so loud. They thought yeah. it was broke. Yeah, it's 
It was. It was incredibly loud. There's no way you could concentrate in that person's qualifier for sure. Yeah. Uh, so then we fast forwarded to uh, page 52 here. Uh, Roar, bat, uh, Roar 96 Off-Road Nationals battling in Butler. Oh, wow. So let's try not to... We've talked about this race a lot, but... Uh, there's the double Try X4. Try not to geek out too much over this. BK with it. I mean, the spoke wheels. Ugh. So we have the double X4 pictured here. We have the Bulldog, which I do remember that Bulldog at the track. Um, Team Losey Scott Brown shows us the proper way to, to, to be a geek or a big geek. Okay. Interesting cover. There's the uh, stadium truck in Waltz. Uh, with the... Uh, or, uh, yeah, with the end logo there, Novak. Yeah, how about how about the two broads there? That's what's up. Uh, oh yeah, up there on my upper left. I got a yes, big screen sir. here. I got I just see what's in front of me. Yep. So the two girls there. The main attraction. You go to the Roar Nats, and you never know what you'll see. These two were almost as much of a distraction as the Double X Four. That's and facts. That is facts. For back then, they were like, what? What is going on here? Yeah, why are you at an RC car race? <laughs> mm-hmm. So that must was that was that Dunbar's girlfriend? I'm sure both of them were. <laughs> and who who's the other who was the guy he was hanging out with? Probably Dean Carnes. That's it, that's it. Yep, 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 yep. yep. Which you know, Dean is on, you know, Street Outlaws now. He's he's the pink stinky pinky car i wonder if mm-hmm. i get that name yeah like if you google him dean is uh on street outlaws he's got all the pink he's the full pink car but uh, yeah he's pretty internet famous for all that <clears throat> there is chris bing hold up kinwall so those were your Three qualifier top qualifiers. I is that what it was? Three top qualifiers. Yeah, it says uh, three top qualifiers. Also, won overall national championships. Left to right, new national champ Chris Bing two wheel drive. Craig Greg Odap truck, and Brian Kinwald four wheel drive. Uh-huh. <clears throat> um, next page. Scott Brown's paint job was simple but effective. Yeah, it was. Oh, thank God we got the concourse picture there. Jesus, God. What what would we do without that? <laughs> yeah, concourse. Concourse for for a, a damn buggy. Come on, man. And man, look at that. Yeah, it's a beaut. Uh, it's a beaut. So I think of the shirt he has on there. I think that was the event shirt that they... The event shirt. Is that what we're talking about? Nah, he has a Roar National shirt on there. Like, event. The event. Yeah, oh yeah, I'm sorry. I thought you said the Avengers shirt. Oh, <laughs> <boy>. <laughs> it's getting late. Uh, man, I gotta have that shirt somewhere if that's what they sold there. Um, look at the track. John Bolton saying, look at the track compared to today. Yeah. Crazy, right? I refuse. Uh, so up here we have Jack Johnson scooter. 
working on Chris Bing's car, and Chris Bing is uh, or no, it's Kenwald, and then uh, Hodap sleep in there. Is that what the deal is in there? Okay. So look at these results here. It's interesting. We go under four wheel drive, and we have Brian Kenwald winning with the double X four in second place. Jason Rona qualified seventh, finished second. There you go. Hmm. <laughs> Winner of the first A final. Man. There you go. Uh, go up to the two-wheel drive results there. Uh, second place, Scott Hughes. Scroll over to radio. And we are looking at the radio, and it says Fataba. Yeah. It's the only Fataba in that A-main. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let me talk to you. Airtronics. Uh-uh. <clears throat> Though Chris Bing ran electronics and who was that guy? Third place with a KO. I can't read it. Uh, third place is Mike Weed. I remember Mike Weed. Yeah, where was he from? Like he ran awesome there. He's from California. Yeah, why? Why did he finish he, third? He painted bodies too. He had a Brian great. He, he had a great too. weekend there. I, I huh. mean, it was very rare that it wasn't rare that he would make the main at uh, some of the events, but. But that was like, wow, look at he did really good at this weirdo race. Yeah, it's it was I mean in general the the results were kind of strange and because when you look at things in that time period the fact that Kinwald didn't either win two wheel or truck was a pretty big deal. Um and obviously Chris winning that was you know, kind of unprecedented. And right, right here. and then you look at Scott Hughes and Mike Weed being the top associated guys, which I'm not going to say was, it was a little rare that Scott would beat, well, Pavitas. Scott, well, yeah, Pavit, you would, you would um, pencil in Pavitas over the top of those guys for sure. And so the, the results across the board were a little strange. Got it. I can't. I can't see. I mean, I can't see into next week. Read out the top ten in two wheel drive, could you? Uh, first place, Chris Bing. Second place, Scott Hughes. Third place, Mike Weed. Fourth place, Greg Hodap. Fifth, Brian Kinwald. Sixth, Mark Pavitas. Seventh, Gabe. Uh, yeah. Eighth, Jimmy Babcock. Ninth, Jimmy Jacobson, and tenth, Rhett McNair. All right, Rhett. Rhett is still racing. Wow, jeez, is he, he still Rhett, running? Uh, Rhett the Jet, Bad Boys, Bad Boys for show. <laughs> he actually, uh, he's still a really good driver. Um, he was, he's been kicking ass in the forty plus class every time he comes to Beachline for the. Uh, we have that big carpet champs there. Oh yeah, he's been he's been kicking ass every year there, and uh, still a really good driver. <clears throat> uh, so truck you had Hodap, Kenwald, Francis. Oh, Mark Francis. Sorry. Third place in truck, Mark Francis, Todd Hodge, fourth, Brian Dunbar, fifth, sixth, Pavitas, seventh, Scott Brown, eighth, J.R. Mitch. Ninth, Jason Schweitzer, and tenth, Sorab. You know the other thing that's unique about this is this was from was, his area there. 
this is the time period that Matt Francis didn't race. Oh. Like, oh, wow. I didn't know that. Because he won the Worlds in 95 right. you know, with the Associated Car. And he kind of like, I'm not going to say retired, but he just didn't race for a little while. Weird. And then came back, uh, came back at a different time, ran a little bit of Associated, and then boom, it was like he was on TLR or Team Losi. I want to say it either happened at the beginning of 97 is when he started running for Losi and Trinity at the beginning of 97. But So he won the Worlds in 95. 96, I think he didn't run a lot. Hmm. He obviously didn't run the Nationals even and his brother was there. Well, he wasn't in the A-Main, but I don't remember him. I being do there. remember now saying, like, where's Matt? And I don't remember him being there. No. And, and then by the time 97 came around, now he was low C Trinity. Dark side, baby. Yep. <clears throat> and I remember uh, the big the big joke was when he won the 95 Worlds when we were in Japan was the big thing back then was that everyone was upset because everyone was still upset that Kinwald went to low C and Trinity. You know, that happened early 94, but in 95, everybody was still upset about it. And, and of course, Trinity kind of had the, you know, they had this um, reputation when people would win certain things, you know, Trinity would end up picking them up and, so they'd win a big event, then Trinity would pick them up, and they would be on that team. So, right when Matt won the '95 Worlds with with Associated, I remember at the banquet he said, "This World Championship's not for sale." Yep, he said that at the banquet, and then, um, and then come '97, he's obviously. Ernie came with the opened up the checkbook. Yeah, and you yeah. know what? It actually worked out really good for Matt and Trinity. Yeah, and and they probably got to a point where Matt running Trinity was probably a bigger deal than Ryan, Brian doing it because, as we talked about earlier, Matt was kind of the the talkative. Um more of everybody's buddy kind of guy. Um, you know, he would go out and party and, you know, he'd drink with you, have a beer with you, whatever. And people really liked that. And I think the the relationship probably worked out a lot better than anybody ever thought it would. Uh, so in four wheel drive, of course, Kim Wald won, Jason Rona second, Jason Babcock third, Brian White. Fourth, fifth, Greg Dennett, Dennett, uh, sixth, Billy Easton, Scott Hughes, seventh, Derek Fertani, eighth, Greg Hodap, ninth, and John Anderson, tenth. That rounds it up. Buried, buried two of those double X's. Boom. Uh, then they had a nice interview here with uh, Bing. It's Bing, bam, Bing, bang, boom, baby. 
Great, great headline for that one. Car action really fucking knocked it out. <laughs> I think um, he had the. Were they the Oakley Eye Jackets? No, they weren't. Um, no, they. I think weren't it's just swimming goggles. You're right. Speedos. Speedos. Yep, they're speedos. Uh, so what does this win mean to you? They asked Chris Bang, and he says, "I'm really glad I won because people always told me without a factory ride, I couldn't compete with those guys. They always said that I might be able to make the main with them." But without the ride and the trick parts, there was no way I could win. I'm really glad I could prove them wrong. When it comes to winning, it's not always the parts. It's it's not always the parts. The more you run, the better you get. I'm glad I could prove that. It's the tires. Yeah. It was. He's running those hot races, boy. Bing says it's it was really weird. I followed or read about these guys for years, so it was a pretty big deal to me. I tried to concentrate, and I didn't think much about about the main. So. All right. I went back recently. There was a reason I was looking for something else on YouTube, <clears throat> and I bumped into and I did watch a couple of those mains from that race, and. Um, that track was pretty hard to drive around. Like when you actually watch the two wheel main, one of the, there's three of them, but the one that was on YouTube, I was watching, it's really kind of shitty. Like the jumps aren't very good at all. Like the, just the guys racing each other, like Scott Hughes kind of went for a pass. I think it was on Bing because he was doing really well. He was like right behind him. And he kind of went for almost like a really bad passing area mm-hmm. and kind of hurt himself. And it was a really interesting race to kind of go back and watch. And it, it wasn't easy at all. Like the, it was like, it kind of went right down to the end, but it was kind of an ugly main. Like it wasn't, the way the cars worked on the track and it just didn't look very fluid. Yeah. Yeah. Jason's watching that four wheel drive race. Just what could have I done? Um, so, Oh, I have the page up new in the pits at the 96 Nats was of course a double X four. And then Losi also, uh, wait, what? Why, why does LRP have fucking wheels? Oh yeah. LRP. Is that that LRP? Like what? Uh, these Hot Wheels are available for the Yokomo YZ10 four-wheel drive buggies. I bet they're still selling. Yep, God that's damn. LRP. God damn, I bet they're still selling. So, and then uh, Victor Engineering uh, debuted There's their quad IQ Charger class. at the 96 Nats. Dang, Victor. <laughs> All right. Next page. Um, yep, next page, nothing else interesting there. Yeah. B2 suspension arms, Jason. Oh. All right, so that was the end of the uh, 96 Nats, and then they went right into the Kyosho Off-Road Gas Challenge. Jesus, look at those fucking sleds. <laughs> God damn. What is, that, what is that yellow piece of shit? Good golly. I that could was an 8-scale then. It was who? That was an 8-scale buggy then right there. Oh, I thought you said something about Mayfield. No. Um Yeah, let's turn to the next page here. What do we have? Uh, nothing there. Uh, Chris Moore. 
Nice serpent ad. Terrible ad. Now we don't know anybody here. Jason does. <laughs> I usually do. I think there was actually a <laughs> gas truck there, wasn't there? Uh, yeah, the, I think the very first page you had up, the guy was carrying Saxon's truck, I think, right there. Like, I, I can't see it very well. It, that's it, yep. That guy, I don't know if that's his pit guy, Regan, or who that is, but uh, I think it's Richard's I, truck. I ran out of gas like Mayfield. What do you think? Hey, oh. Could have. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Let me talk to ya. <laughs> All right, got it. Go to the results. There's gas truck in there. That's all I care about. We got John Anderson. Uh, Anybody else I even recognize in there? Um, John Anderson, Road Beast, oh, whatever. Um, Road Beast. Right. Who can forget? <laughs> Road Road Beast Burn. Uh, so Rab, fifth, right? You know him, Chris Moore, sixth. Yep. Richard Saxon, ninth. Wow, the king. Right. Yeah, yeah. Look at the radios for uh, Stadium Truck. Futaba, Futaba, one and uh, two. No high techs in there. That's a bummer. No high techs links. Bummer. Huh. All right. Here we go. Look at this. This so inside the Team Losi Double X Four prototype. Why the, does the why picture, are those front why are those front springs have so many coils? What the 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 um just the, the paint the John Anderson paint job was was kind of beautiful. Like yeah. he had some really nice um, paint jobs back. Then. He was a really he's actually Losi's machinist. That's what's funny about this stuff is. <laughs> Probably machine that chassis. He was actually, yeah, he did all that, all that work. That's all his work. The magnesium chassis. So not only was he a really good driver in those days, it's lipo safe. He also, you know, was the the top machinist and uh, did a lot of the work here. Oh, well, actually, I believe label, bro. Yeah, Kenwall Motor. What a beaut. There it is. Magnesium chassis, although they're Whoop really that ass, Jason. Whoop that ass. So uh, I remember the big thing around the 96 Nats was, is it going to come with the magnesium chassis? Yeah. No. Nope. Uh, magnesium is light and strong and easy to machine. Uh, uh, production double X4s, however, will employ chassis molded from Losi's. Is magnesium easy to machine, though? Because it has no, like a low... That's like that's a low the, burn rate, doesn't it? Like that's the stuff that starts on fire really easy. Yeah, I think it's actually harder <laughs> machine than ah. aluminum. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, Gotta go back to the first page. It was something I was looking at. Mm. I forget. Uh. Does he have a Futaba sticker on the front there? Yes. I think oh, he shit. ran it. And a lunch for that. right down the that. middle. Yeah. Yeah, oh, there's one uh, right above the uh, slipper, Futaba. I didn't know he ran Futaba. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I think there was a time where him and Junior both started running Futaba. Shit. What's he up to these days? John Anderson? He drive Grave Digger? No. 
Mm. Wrong Anderson. Yeah. It's the wrong family tree. Yep. Uh, at the Nats, no one outside of a few key low C personnel was allowed to, to glimpse the double X4. Ooh, how dare you? Don't even look that way, bitch. Um, low C's Jack Johnson flew from sunny California to wet and rainy Connecticut, double X4 in hand for a sneak peek photo session. Oh, so Jack Johnson flew out the car action for these photos. Hmm. All right. Anything else there you want to see? Uh, here we go. Next page. Um, Pink River Springs trying to get the powder coating off them. Yeah, I see that. Yeah. Pretty sick stuff. Uh, Larry Tom is saying, you couldn't even look at it. That must have been some boring racing. <laughs> yeah, dude. You better turn your back. Don't even watch that thing right. Yeah. You can only we'll watch... You could only watch if you're in the race or a term marshal. <laughs> we'll just let you know how they did. Dude, every time that track hit the or yeah, every time the car hit the track, the people that were around the just and then every time I'd come around the corner, everybody's like like oh, oh, oh. they're trying to look at it closely. It's crazy. What what could have been? No. Um maybe if you would have taken that class more serious. Maybe. Uh, we can't comment on the Double X4's performance beyond citing its impressive debut. Uh, but Jack did tell us a story that, uh, let's see, during testing in, at the Bumpy Ranch Pitch Shop track in Panoma, California, uh, the Double X4 actually worked better than even the stadium trucks with their long, long arms and cushy tires. Your fake news, Jack. Jack attributes this to the Double X4's weight distribution and long travel suspension. Um, yeah, so there you go. Second opinion. Oh, there's a second opinion back there? Well, I guess we can't. Uh, uh, if Losey can keep the street. This is, uh, what's that? They interviewed Jason for second opinion. Yeah, Jason. That, oh, that would have been awesome. Second, it, second opinion? Jason, can we get a second opinion on this double X4? I'll give, it, I'll give you one. Oh, boy. Uh, so George Gonzalez says if the Losey can keep the street price around two fifty, they'll sell millions of these. Man, millions, dude! Millions. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, don't exaggerate or anything. Dude, this girl on MLB tonight. <laughs> oh my lord! Uh, millions. So uh, then, um, John House says. Uh, I witnessed the car tear up the track at the Roar Mod Nats in Butler, PA, and let me tell you, it's one okay. cool machine. Uh, when, when Kinwald, Hodap, or Anderson hit the track with their cars, almost everyone lined the track to watch it go. Yeah. And that's the truth. And how disappointed were they during A1 when some unknown guy with a Yokomo just kicks their ass. They're like, ah, let's just wait for the next two mains. <laughs> they're, they're like, you know, you know what they're thinking? They're like, Gotti going, you know, maybe we'll just wait for the next version to come out. <laughs> maybe we let's, should wait. Let's till, wait for double X4 2.0. Yeah, I'll just wait on the 2.0, guys. Yeah, we're, I'm good. 
This thing's obviously trash. Yeah. Ser- they, clearly, they have some issues to work out. <laughs> oh, man. Nobody putting it on the top three. Uh, uh, John says the future of four-wheel drive looks very interesting I guarantee that once this car is released there will be a resurgence of four-wheel drive racing well he was right fucking nailed that one yeah a little bit off on the selling one million oh that was George Gonzalez don't uh, don't put that on John alright yeah alright well there you go the double X4 quick inside look that Jack Johnson flew out to car action. It was raining, by the way, that day. Um, all right, how to extend your bearings. Well, you clean yeah. them. The problem with the RC racers are, you know, clean your bearings. <laughs> E-man. Oh, man. <laughs> that video, bro. So uh, did, you, did you use liquid bearings by Paragon back then? I know I did. I actually took out the ball bearings and just put in that. <laughs> wow. Yeah, man. I just filled it up. I'm like, it says it's liquid. Right. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, you put uh, that liquid bearing on it, it dried and. Terrible uh, article. What's this? Uh, grassroots racing? No, the other one. Uh, hey, hey you clean oh, the bearings. bearings. Good job. Yeah. Grassroots. Show you the different oils that you can use. Yeah. All right, grassroots will get. It. Oh, there you go, Jason. Calandra Racing Concepts ad. Whoa, look at Speed Merchant WFO. I mean, 10 scale oval ripper. It, it's crazy. I mean, the fact that, I mean, this is a Calandra ad, you know, here in 96. And I mean, there it is. And we're at the track right now. What is it? <laughs> something, something Avenue, Rome, New York. What is it? Starts with an S. I oh, uh, I'm sorry. I, th- I didn't know. Um, Stanwick's Avenue, Rome, New York. Jason's like, yep, that's where we're at. <laughs> I, I don't know, actually. Jason doesn't know where he's at. I don't his, know the address. His Uber yeah. just drove him there. So in the ad, it says telephone and fax. So you got the fax machine. Yeah, you can fax them. Send them a fax tomorrow. <laughs> Send them this ad, right? Yeah. Uh, put in the facts, just the ad. Right. Hey, you guys have any of these WFOs in stock? <laughs> uh, and then they write out here, World Wide Web, and their address. Damn. Damn, they were on the they web. Ahead of the, they were ahead of the curve, dog. I am. Yeah, it's John Bolton's even saying that. And website. Impressive. All right. And they have a new stock motor called the Silver Streak Stock Motor. Calandra stock motor. Mm. The newest stock motor lay down CRC treated silver brushes. Well, they tuned them. Hopefully they tuned and hand well. selected. Hand selected sounds so, but all you're doing is just going, grabbing them. They're like, I need these dino numbers. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing is faster. According to this, the silver streak is the roar. 96, 97 stock motor. Oh, I thought it was the, I, I thought it was going to say Roar Champion. <laughs> Just all right, never like mind. Scooter using those scoots. <laughs> all right, next page. What's new? Um, Ooh, we got the X one, EX one, KO Pro Pro. My precious. precious. That's a pre- that's also a pretty 
ugly radio, to be honest. Yeah, it was kind of ass. Well, I had the Mars, and the Mars was basically the same thing. Uh, it was a little more refined than that, I think. I thought okay. the Mars looked better, too. Okay. Yeah. Oh, man. Thank God they got the Parma 10 scale gas K8 body in there, boys. Woo! <laughs> Dude, RPM module removal clip for air transfers. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. There we I go. Remember that. Oh. <laughs> Dude, RPM's like, we can make anything out of plastic. You're going to need it. God damn it. <laughs> I'm pretty but, sure Kinwall used to use one of those. But dude, they sold really? they made so much stuff and people bought that stuff by the they still do they still do. loads. Yeah. They still do. Yep. Are still one of those yeah, RPM's one of those hidden gems, man. Remember wow. the uh <clears throat> uh <laughs> the was it the ten T plastic chassis truck? Like, we're just going to make this out of our plastic. Hmm. I don't remember that. Okay. Uh, Associated Reedy's Car Wash, biodegradable wash, was created to clean and polish chassis and plastic components. I remember yeah. that. Trinity's was better. I think it was. <clears throat> All right. Uh, then you have the Trinity Vis matched battery packs. These cells feature more voltage than the typical SCRC cells. Especially for stock racing. There you go. Um, next page, Team Losi extra long chassis for the double XT. Any interest there? No. Uh, sedan slicks, Pro-Line sedan slicks, the new XTM and M2 sedan tires. Oh. No interest on this page. Next. Humad. Oh, go back there to the no. uh, rear bearing carriers, right high adjusters. Hamad, um, Humad Guman. Okay. Like the weirdest name, but they made some awesome looking CNC milled aluminum stuff. Yeah, that was big for a while. Oh my God. Like monster truck shit out of, you know, pick a color of aluminum, we make it. Uh, let's see. Next page we have. Uh, oh, Jack shit. No, we got a Mike Wood advertisement here. Oh, there we go. Need one reason why you should be driving a Wood racing car? Well, here you go. We got more than one. Ninety-six Roar Norca and Velodrome National Champions. Ninety-five and ninety-six U.S. Oval Master Champions. I think these are made up. <laughs> It, could, it, it very well could be for back then. Yeah, you can't fact check back in 97, you, boys. Yeah, you're not fact checking this shit. And by the time <laughs> you fact check it, we're already checked out and gone and sold the shit. Um, 96 12 scale triple count, triple crown champions and 95 US indoor champions. Wood racing. Hmm. Are we sure this isn't a Trinity ad? <laughs> very well could be. He transitioned nicely to Trinity. <laughs> Wood Racing Incorporated, 37601, Darmoth Drive, Sterling Heights, Michigan. And there's the phone number if you guys want to try it and see what's yeah. going on. Maybe so Mike Wood will answer. Is there a fax? Uh, yes, there's a fax, 810-939-6227. They didn't have a, a website yet. Damn, guys. No yeah, website. I mean, for, oh, no, you're, you're wrong, Kirby. Check out our website. Oh, there it is. At... 
Uh, Woods Racing. Well, I gotta see what this says. <laughs> Wait, hold on, it doesn't say just. <laughs> no, what is that? I don't know. Wood Racing. I can't even read it's it. Not that I'm easy. Zooming. There's like a dash and a back. So it's www.concentric.set. That's S E T. Slash little squiggly thing there. Wooden. Wooden. There's no way you're typing that in and getting it right. No. And you can't copy and paste it to your. Yeah. You're never You're, arriving to that website. Your computer okay. just got AIDS. Nobody went to that website. Concentric.net. Uh, I think it's ask, net. It looks like S from here. but Hey, uh, we got to ask Woody about this website. Yeah, that's net. Concentric.net slash Woodham. Woodham. <laughs> All right. All right. Send $3 for a complete catalog. Nothing else. I'm out. I'm out on that. <laughs> oh, Dylan uh, Racing. Dylan for for real sales. So that was uh, Richie King was involved. Like I'm speaking Spanish for you guys, big big oval guys. Look, look under look under BSR radials, East right. Coast Racing Motors, East Coast hand wound hand wound modifieds. Yep, yep, they were fast guys. Um. And they're carrying the new Superior Spectra car for two hundred thirty bucks. Yeah, that was their car. I mean, a car. Yeah. How to clean tires? Uh, next uh, page. How to your clean mom. your tires? <laughs> there. Here, things you're gonna need: water. What you're gonna need? Water. It's funny they don't start off with water though. He says, right? it needs you, "I mean, you, that's ingredient one." Yeah, it's really weird. You hey. need a clean drying towel. Hey, cool, cool hazard decals on the roof of that thing. So sick. Oh my god. That's Jason's truck. Double XT. That was bad. That was when Jason first got on Losi. It was a one color body. That was his. It actually wasn't. (laughs) So, Jason, do you use these uh, components to clean your tires today? A clean drying towel, a small plastic bucket. Let's ask the tire guy. A scrub brush. You'll need a fingernail cleaning brush. A wire brush, baby powder, what? and a simple green all-purpose cleaner. Yep. And a couple of wood screws. Nope. Here's, <laughs> for here's, the whole shot. Here's how I do it. That's for the whole shot, baby. Yeah. Well, they're building a uh, bucket here. So. Oh, the, the the damn Tupperware shit. Got it. Yeah. We we sell this. We sell this stuff. You better have some wood screws. Our our brush comes with screws. Does it have baby powder? Nope. Mm. Uh, When your tires are clean, coat them lightly with baby powder to prevent dirt from loading up again. Wow. Do we try that? (laughs) Jason didn't even know that. You call yourself a tire guy. Jason, tomorrow I want to see a photo of baby powder in the pits. Yes. This is like the perfect track to do it on, too. See? You, you won't. Look at Kirby. He's stuck. <laughs> oh, you weren't stuck. You were just, just leading back that wall. Closing my eyes. Yep. 
<laughs> Kirby's so like, why did I agree to do this today? Um, all right, nothing there. I think we're getting near the end now. This is actually the end, I think. And then, oh, hey, uh, why Ow. is this? Oh, okay, yeah, I did. I was reviewing this uh, car action. I was sending. Is that uh, Vicky Karuba? Yeah. This is uh, Vicky Karuba. Is the third woman in Ifmar history to compete in the World Championships. Um, so that's Vicky Karuba there, and then you have uh, Switzerland's. I can't even pronounce the name. Anyway, this chick is apparently the team Orion's head maintenance mechanic or and driver support person. I remember. Oh, her. I bet you do. You do, Jason. Yeah, I remember her being at the races. Orion. I mean, she really seriously was the head maintenance mechanic. Jason's like, I, dude, she was always on a skateboard. <laughs> <laughs> Hoverboard. Hoverboard, yeah. All right. Well, you remember her? Is she still around? Is she still the head maintenance mechanic for. Uh, I don't think so. All right. I'm going to look her up on Facebook, see what's up. Yeah. Well, there's a name there. Sylvia. Sylvia uh, eh, I'm, for, I'm for real doing it right now. Hold up. Hold up. We, we need to know. Our fans need to know. Can you read that? I could spell it out for you. If you yes, can. spell it. Go ahead. Uh, so S Y L V I E. Yep. And then last name is D A N A N D. Not on no Facebook. Mm. Uh, let me hold up. Let me look up on Check uh, Check Team Orion's website. Team Orion. So that is that is the end of the uh, car action for the nineteen. That's it. Yeah, yeah, that's all. Let's go back over and do it again. All right, going back to page one here, guys. (laughs) Only took three hours. Uh, January nineteen ninety seven radio control car action. So thanks for joining us. That was awesome. That was fun. It's long, but it was fun. And Kirby, thanks for your time. That was awesome. I don't yeah, man. two weeks in a row and I doubt we'll see you again for another couple of years. Well, I, I was able to do tonight because I had I took off tonight. My third shift oh, that's died, right. and I took off work tonight. So and you have softball tomorrow. I have softball tomorrow. Our tournament is Saturday, so So what's tomorrow? Practice? Tomorrow's gonna be some batting practice. I'm I'm doing two sessions of batting practice for mm. These people that play one like three times a year. So I'm very, I'm a very accommodating team manager. Man, you are probably too much to be honest. <laughs> because I don't need the practice, but every time we BP, I, I hit. <laughs> it's all these people that are like, oh. I'm, I'm like, no, you need to hit because you, you fucking suck. <laughs> So. I know it's important. I do. Practice, I honestly do. Baby. But we talking about practice, man. Practice. <laughs> practice. All right. Well, best of luck in the softball softball uh, tournament this weekend. Thank and you. That's in- oh, breaking up. Must be my internet. Oh no! There you go. Your internet's. Yeah. Uh, you're running out of minutes. Oh, so. let me put the CD right. ROM in. We will catch you on the next episode. Uh, next week, we'll find out how the Enats went. With uh, yep. Uh, Jason Rona. No short course. No short course. No mini truggy. No mini truggy. Mm. So see what happens. I can't wait. See you guys. <laughs>